not only welcome, they're allowed. Basketball don't hold grudges. That's disrespectful. They're not only welcome, they're allowed. Yo, what is up, guys? Happy Friday. It's Ruben Prime. And we are back with a roundtable, I guess. We we didn't go over what we're going to call this episode, but this is a roundtable. It's a wrestling roundtable. Uh, what is today's date? It's a shit show. Yeah, it's a shit, it's a shit show, but hey, some of the best things come from just disasters. So, yep, uh, yeah, but hey, it is... July twenty fourth, twenty twenty. God was still in twenty twenty. When when wake me up when twenty twenty one comes on. I'm your host, Ruben Prime. What's up, guys? I have with me today Rome himself, and I want you, all of you, to meet Deku Slate. What's up, Deku? Yo yo, yo. What's up? Yo, I'm up, Deku everybody? Slate, uh, or you can just call me Deku. You can uh, not refer to me as the My Hero Academia Deku. It's based <laughs> on Zelda. I want to get that out of the way because I'm I'm not going to even deal for a second with motherfuckers trying to be like <laughs> trying to fucking weebs over here. <laughs> but yeah, what's up? Yeah, just yo, what's up? What's up, everybody? How, like. How is everyone doing on this Friday? This uh, we actually we had a, a fun week. Like I've been on Super Freak Stream, and this you know basically we've been doing a lot of multiplayer stuff on his stream. And Deku was he's one of the ones that was on frequently on Rome streams and on uh, Super Freak streams. And he's a big wrestling fan. And today we're actually going to discuss some of our wrestling guilty pleasures. Because there are a lot of it's, them. It's actually a bit of an issue how much I like wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I like wrestling a bit too much, uh, I'll be honest. Like I, I think about it way too much. I'm like, oof. Wrestling, let's go! Yeah, <laughs> see, and I don't, I don't mind that because I used to be the same exact way and, until I'd say like 2018 and up is then that's when yeah, wrestling started to kind of go down for me. Yeah. But I, I used to think of that the same way, right? Where like I thought about it an unhealthy amount of time uh, about wrestling, which is <laughs> one of the reasons we're doing this show today is because. I love wrestling so much that even the bad wrestling is yep, good to me, right? We love wrestling yeah. so much. We're, we're about to talk about some of the dumbest, the maybe the worst, or maybe things that aren't even that bad, but just kind of underrated. Just never got a chance or something. Yeah, just know, never got a real chance. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
like that was said, like we, even though regardless, you know, wrestling hasn't been the best, you know, this year alone, let alone the last couple of years, but there's still a lot of good bright spots. And we also have this thing where a lot of the, this, a lot of the, the crazy messed up garbage stuff in wrestling, we actually enjoy There's a lot of, like we said, guilty pleasures that we enjoy. And it's like, most people wouldn't exactly, you know, favorite, have favor towards it. But obviously there's a good t- contingent of people that do. And it all ranges from WWF, WCW, WWE, TNA. And there's a lot of them. There's a lot of, there's so many to count, but we do have. I know, I know Rome's got WWE, ECW in his list. I, I, I can yeah. sense it. I can sense it. My spider sense is tingling. Don't get me started, man. I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting. He's, My gun's loaded he's got, in the chamber right talk, now. He's about to talk about Elijah Burke in a second here. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, locked and loaded. You got that, you got that plus four waiting. So. I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm loaded. So. Yeah, so yeah, so how we're gonna do this is we're just gonna go, you know, because this is a round table. We're gonna go around the table and discuss, just take turns because we have, I believe, like ten or so each, maybe more, maybe less, but just go around. About. Yeah, just about this average out. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and we'll just go around the table and excuse me, and we'll just discuss. You know, in our order, how many, you know, just some are uh, guilty pleasures and just explain like why you like it and just <laughs> just just the the tomfoolery, the hilarity of them and just how bad they are. But oh, no, oh. No. <laughs> you never know. Like, trust me, I, I have a I have a couple that you be surprised, but. Yeah, I that's I'm really looking forward to being surprised because uh, I, I think I have some I have some picks that are safe, but I also have some picks that I think that might catch people by surprise. So yeah. I'm I'm interested in seeing what you guys got because, like I said, I know growing up I wasn't the only one that was like, yeah, this gimmick's kind of shit, but like I like it, right? Or or man, this this character is pretty cool, but they literally had like three matches and then the company just gave up on them. Right. Yeah. So I, I'm really interested in seeing what you guys, uh, what you guys got up for sure. So let's see without further ado, like, um, like who wants to go first? Cause, uh, just because I'm the host don't mean, I well, first. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think I can set the mood a little bit here for how, how deep we're talking about here. So let me set the mood. Okay. Monday Night Raw, mm-hmm. December 20th, 1993. Mm. It's a match. Well, before a match, it's uh, a, a vignette for, uh, for a new superstar debuting. Who could it be? Why? It's a man who walks up, gets out of a race car, comes oh, up. snap. Hello, fans. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Thurman Plug, but my friends... Call me Sparky, and you can call me Sparky too. <laughs> That's it, golden yeah. promo right there. Kicking it off with Hardcore Holly, Bob Harley, Bob Holly. No, damn it, I already, I already Jeff Harvey'd it. God damn it, <laughs> the the living Hardcore Legend himself, Thurman, Sparky Plug, Hardcore Holly, Bob Holly, whatever the hell you want to call him, he's a legend. <laughs> 
great. He is. He hit from you know not the Sparky stuff. The Sparky stuff is really dumb. Although, um. His matches, he he had like a short little tag team with uh, with one two three kid, X Pop, and yeah, they 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 actually were really good workers together as a team. Uh, but he he did a lot of just like nothing. He was bodacious, bot or no, he was <laughs> yeah yeah. Oh my no, God. it was like what well, he he was something in that the. <laughs> fucking tag team and then the brawl midnight for all like yeah yeah it was the new midnight express but then the job squad happens bob holly he he, he comes out he's i am hardcore holly and from then on he that's who he was it was an absolute hardcore legend he had the <laughs> fight against al snow and that ended in the river he had uh his little on again, off again feud tag team with uh, with cousin Crash Holly. Uh, he uh, best of all feuded with Brock Lesnar in the uh, main event. Yeah, boy, Royal Rumble <laughs> 2003. Was it? Never. Was it tw- oh no, yeah, excuse me, 2004. Yeah, okay, it was 2004. Yeah, I was about to say. 2004. Yeah, yeah, because he injured Never him forget. in 2003, and then 2004 rolls around. <laughs> yeah. And then ECW in the the extreme elimination oh, chamber at December to this member. I don't mean to step on your turf here, Rome, but <laughs> it's all good. You can have that one for now. Yeah. Okay, uh, and yeah, just and of course he had the greatest finishing move of all time, the Alabama Slam. Oh yeah, <laughs> it is a good finish. Nobody kicks out of the Alabama Slam. <laughs> if if people watched AEW. You saw uh, t- Cody did the uh, the Alabama Slam on the stage, the Sunny Kiss, and Sunny only only didn't kick out, only touched the ropes, that only just yeah. barely got to the ropes to kick out. Wow! Damn, what a way to start off. Yeah. You know, thinking about it, I'm like, damn, dude, Harco Holly really had a bunch of just like crap thrown at him like yeah he really sparky blood sparky plug to like <laughs> he was giving sparky plug to start god damn dude like he he really did just have a bunch of, and he was in a company for like 15 years so like damn like wow i mean he's, he's a tenured worker yeah he was it might be more than 15 because i know he got released in what like oh seven i think oh eight i mean, one of those Yes, I can't really remember, but yeah. damn, that's that's a good start, though. <laughs> yeah, that's it was definitely start. like 15, 16 years he was in the company. Yeah. Yeah, and and what was the most over you'd say he was? Probably when he fought Brock, right? Oh, Probably. yeah, absolutely. When yeah. when he returned, when he returned, and he, he was in the jeans. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, was, yeah you want to go? I'm going to kick your ass. How do you like me now? Yeah, the chat, the, the chat, the crowd's like, oh, they like, Holly, Holly, like, it was like a rock pop, no, it wasn't that big, but, you know, it was like a big pop, I do remember that, though, yeah, in the jeans. buffed out, he was fucking buffed out, <laughs> he was, fuck, <laughs> I'm gonna break your neck, I'm break I'm your good. neck. So, n- allow me to actually uh, follow up with, with a downer, I think I'm the only one in this, but. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, it's not gonna be a downer. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys a good one because I gotta keep the energy going. Right. Then I'll go to a downer. Now this one was a little bit of a like, I wasn't too sure, 
because there are pockets of people on the internet now that appreciate it, but at its time, I don't think they did. And that is the old, the old classic. Oh, my brother. Testify. <laughs> Testify. Yeah. Reverend Devon. Ugh, what can I say, dude? First of all, I love religious gimmicks. Because in pro wrestling, the religious guy is always the heel. I find that to be extremely yes. Rome, Rome, Rome would have been watching. He would have saw Mordecai. And he would have been like, yo, this is <laughs> no, the Mordecai greatest may or may not be on this list. That's all I'm going to say. My my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. But, but for now, Reverend Devon, oh, my God, dude. Like, yeah. they just gave up on it so fast. Like. He he's literally only been Reverend Devon for like five months before he went back to the so they traded him back to the Raw and he had the Dudley gimmick. But one of the things, well, for me, obviously was the promos, right? The promos were hilarious. The, the opening sermons, the backstage segments with him and uh, <laughs> Deacon Batista, where like Lance Storm is like extremely cheap. He puts like a quarter into the offering box. The fact that people were giving him real money when he come out with the offering, like that that shit was hilarious, dude. And like. Um, he even has a, a pinfall, a clean, well, not clean, clean, but he has an actual pinfall victory over a babyface Triple H on SmackDown, <laughs> and no one remembers that. Oh, I remember that because I was well, like, oh hey, my god, uh, he beat him. The the, the Hollies have uh, a win over the Rock and Saw connection. <laughs> yes, they do for the tag yes, titles. They yeah, do. <laughs> for the yeah, they won the tag titles. I don't know, man. Our boys might be a little bit overcomplicated for this list, man. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Cause, uh, but yeah, like uh, Devon. I just thought Reverend Devon was like was pretty good. I don't know why Creative gave up on it. Um, I mean, I'm gonna assume people weren't really into it. Like, like I said, I even growing up, I'm like, you know, this is pretty funny. But I can understand if people weren't really into it. But I know now it's it's kind of like, especially with uh, New Age, uh, was it uh, New Legacy Inc. My bad. Uh, with those guys and the playthroughs. Oh my god, uh, the SmackDown shut your mouth it's so season good. mode. Yo, we've, oh my god. Reverend, oh, brother, would you like to donate? Yo, they they definitely kind of like breathe more life into that character. So, like, I know I know for sure now it's a lot of people are appreciating it, oh, but yeah. I think New, I, New Legacy I, definitely was, got Reverend Devon over. For sure. They fucking they teased at the end that they were going to do a Reverend Devon season mode, and then they never <laughs> did, the sons of bitches. I know. I'm, I'm talking to you, Johnny. Possible. Johnny slip <laughs> duel, <laughs> make it happen. So, uh, well, Love yeah, that's guys. that's what I'm gonna start off with right there. Red hot Reverend Devon should have been longer. Should have well, been given more time. Rome, you 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 mentioned Reverend Devon, but you didn't you didn't talk about his greatest promo. <laughs> Tonight's oh. sermon so it will be about <laughs> masturbation. <laughs> Yo, the best, the best sermons. Oh, man. Hmm. Damn. There's no way I can top those two. But. Let's see what we got here. Well, you know I love car crashes and, and train wrecks and things like that. You guys know. Well, Rome knows that. Because I'm, I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of just, just carnage and chaos. You know, controlled. And yeah. back in WrestleMania 17, we had Ooh. that triple threat match that for the hardcore title. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. It, and this is a match, not necessarily a, uh, a gimmick or 
it's kind of a gimmick. The hardcore stipulations, you know, it's a gimmick. It's but... a, yeah, it's it's a gimmick match. Yeah. It's a stipulation match. Yes. Yeah, uh, the Raven, Kane, and and uh, Big Show, right? Yeah. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good match. Yeah, the reason why I like this is because, as you know, we don't we don't have those type of matches anymore, obviously. But one of the funny things was they almost. Yeah, I know exactly where yeah, this is going. They, yeah. they, they almost cut the power to the show. When Raven yeah. was like was like two inches away from cutting the power to the entire building. Dude, imagine a, if that happened. The, the, be- the greatest WrestleMania in history almost ruined by fucking Rave Johnny Polo and a golf cart. <laughs> Yo, it comes back full circle, right? <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Polo. Yeah, that that match has some some crazy spots. Uh is it a uh, Kane? It was Kane uh throwing Raven into through a glass window. Uh yeah. Big Show uh just slamming both Kane and uh Raven through through drywall. Yep. Uh, that, yeah, yeah, and they then he slammed there's a spot where like Big Show and Kane both like threw each other through like a drywall, right? Yeah, that was yeah that was yeah. one of the spots too. And that I I know not everyone loves the whole hardcore stipulation because it's all kookily, but I like it because it's it's, it's good when it's not overdone. Yeah, and yeah. that match wasn't overdone. And even when they had the twenty four seven hardcore hardcore title stipulation, you know, at, you know, anywhere, anytime, like those were pretty fun. I, I guess I can add that to my list too. All, all the well, little... of course, Crash Holly yeah. helped in that. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you, you can't you can't mention hardcore without Crash Holly. You can't like it's it's a sin. Mm. It's a cardinal sin. If you do it, you're a yeah. sinner, and you're destined <laughs> to spend eternity in hell. Anyway, uh, that match, like like I said, the ma- the the whole show was this close from being just cut completely due to Raven and a golf cart, but thank God it didn't, and the rest of the show went on, but that that match to me, like, I will go back and watch that match, the, the whole show, but I will go and start from that match, and then I'll go to the beginning and watch the openers, and then even the Gimme Battle Royals, but uh, and lastly, that one spot where Kane did a, a leg drop to Big Show and to win the hardcore title, was like, yeah, yeah, like was I'm, it was that a leg drop or was it an elbow drop? I can't. I, I think it was a. I don't. Know, I think it was a leg. I, I think it was an elbow drop. I think. Well, he did like he did like the sort of like the Rocky Maivia. He did like the whoosh <laughs> yeah. like that sort yeah. of elbow drop like off the stage there. Yeah, from what I remember. But yeah, that that match was uh, like one of my favorites. It was like yeah just to, to get you know get you warmed up, and there's a lot of uh, so. This is a lot of uh, demolition derby type type stuff. So yeah, that, that's that's one of mine's. What's uh, Deku is one of yours now. All right. Um. Let's see. Well. Ooh. Uh. You know what? I I don't think I don't think I'm gonna talk about Kurgan actually. I think one of you <laughs> can talk about Kurgan if you want. But uh, I think. Next up would be uh, a certain TNA gimmick that a lot of people don't seem to like. Or it's, I don't know. Some people seem to like it. Some people seem to hate it. 
Teal Jeff Hardy. Ooh, okay, all right, you got me. It's uh when when he joined up with like Eric Bischoff and like that whole crew, and he was all you know he had the twist of hate. He had like the he had the another me theme. Yeah, and yeah, and Antichrist and all that. Like oh. And the worst thing about that was, well, of course, there was the Victory Road incident, yeah. but also um, that fucking championship is so ugly. <laughs> yeah, so I can't cool. even defend that. That that, so that championship hideous. was so ugly. But man, he put on some really good matches, and like he didn't mix up his style too much. That was sort of the problem with the character. But like when he did mix up a little bit, like when he he would go up to the top rope and then he he just like flip off the crowd and get back down. Like <laughs> yeah. he 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 definitely tried. You yeah. gotta give him points for trying. Yeah. And I I very much enjoyed that time period of him just being a heel. Did, did oh, you... before uh, just I was gonna say something real quick, but yeah. to piggyback on that, if you when you get a chance, if you haven't seen it, for anyone watching. Go on YouTube and watch like Jeff Hardy's like best entrance. It's when he was heel, right? And he was fighting. Uh, uh, Mr. Anderson fought someone and got like he was like already hurt. And then like is Eric this Bischoff the one where, where where he's uh, where he's just like smoking the entire yeah, way? He's, like, yeah, casually yeah. Walking yeah. he's like yawning. He's like smoking. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good, dude! Like so good. And he had to fight. Uh, uh, Eric Bischoff like calls him to, to come out to fight Mr. Anderson, and like yeah, he just where's my rematch? Not a care in the world, dude. Like, I, yeah, me and me and Ruben, because uh, this was like 2010 ish, right? Like yeah. towards the end, yeah, around that, like 2011. Two, yeah, 2010, yeah. like, yeah, it was something in there. Maybe, no, I think it was 2011, about like when the actual heel he turn. turned. Was, no, the heel turn was uh bound was bound was bound for glory yeah, 10, uh, 2010, 10, 10. but then it went on into 2011, obviously, because yeah. bound for glory was like in like what November or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it was basically it was like very late 2010. To yeah, yeah but that yeah. oh man, that's good. That's a real good pick. Because and you're right too. I feel like people get so caught up in what happened at Victory Road that they they ignore everything before that, and it's like yeah, the the real life stuff was kind of rough right like his personal life but the character was was good and he was doing some cool things yeah, yeah. I, I agree um he his character work and i really harp on you know people you know in, in the industry that have great character work and jeff hardy he is one of the, the greats and his, his nonchalant i don't give a fuck let me just come down to the ring in a suit Smoking a cigarette, like that—that's it's classic. That's fucking classic. And, yeah, it was and, I, I, and I think when when he was heel, he definitely played up that like more goth element of him, more like because he he already had like you know he had like the face paint, the painted hair, the the painted nails, all that. But then he comes out and he's just like a fucking straight up goth, like fucking. I thought yeah, it was cool. eyeliner on and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yep, yep. It's like, like it's 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 like when the Undertaker um returned in like ninety six, ninety seven I forget when but like he came back in like that golf aesthetic mm-hmm. and it was like, Whoa, this is something different. Yeah. Well, I love that um that version of Undertaker. Um, mm. But yeah, to I, I was li- I was yeah. literally like I was watching something on Undertaker, and I was like, oh man, that whole time period of like right before the Ministry, like so like ninety six 
to night to late 98 is so good like of with his outfits and like just his work rate and like how he was as a wrestler like oh yeah, he so really good. changed for the better at that time yeah it's so good and it it, it was with the times and yeah i think because of you know people like the undertaker it it inspired a lot of people a lot of wrestlers in the industry just like you know I believe Jeff Hardy had has some inspiration. I think mm-hmm. any any anyone like not from a gimmick standpoint, but just from a worker rate and a professional standpoint, they try to model the Undertaker because he is like one of the ones that's so mysterious, but he's well respected, and he has a just a a list of accomplishments and matches and, and yeah just as as long as as the day is you know and yeah and with, with jeff hardy like uh like i remember not, not to get too sidetracked but i remember that match he had that ladder match he had with uh the undertaker for oh title. climb oh, the oh, ladder he, kid yeah <laughs> so good yeah that was so good and yeah that one of my favorite matches. I was like, damn, man, that, that was... That's that. That's one of the greatest Raw Man events. Yep. You know oh, what? For sure, for sure. In my, yeah, in my opinion, that is the greatest Raw Man event of all time. That is fucking class. Like, ugh. That, that's, that's another story for another day, because I, I have mine. I mean, mine's is... Uh, would be the tag match with Austin. Yeah. And, uh, may, may, we 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 may have to do another podcast where, another where podcast. we just we're, we we just gush <laughs> over like the best like the best of the best in wrestling. Oh, we, but okay, yeah. Realm, you can. All right, what's yeah, your right next now uh, topic? Yeah, right yes. right now we're 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 you know we're focusing on this shit yeah. of wrestling. So, <laughs> um, I'm gonna say this. I think this is pretty obscure. So uh, originally, I was I was thinking I was like, man. I really loved Biker Undertaker, right? I love Biker Undertaker, but I know a lot of people say that was his worst gimmick and they didn't, didn't really feel it. I thought Big Evil was fine. Um, I thought it was it could have won another well, year. Well, well, like there, there's a difference between a lot of people don't like the Biker Undertaker when he like returned at Judgment Day with that Biker gimmick. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people definitely enjoy like the big evil Undertaker more than just like the American badass. So like, so okay, so like the O two to like O three, I guess. Yeah. Taker versus uh O one, I mean versus two thousand O one, because yeah. two thousand O one is like <laughs> uh, as as always. W says the Los Boricas uh, Undertaker. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> but uh yeah, so I, I didn't want to do that because like I said, there is a fan base for that. Yeah. yeah. So I said, you know what? I'll go for my, my other favorite biker gimmick. Biker pu- uh Chuck Palumbo. Oh, oh. you will remember yes. me. Ah! <laughs> oh, scores. Yo. He just said that. <laughs> he just said biker, biker Chuck Palumbo. I I I have a confession. I I am a Chuck Palumbo fan. When he was in Full Blooded Italians, I thought I thought he was kind of cool in that. Even though he jobbed, I liked the tag team with, with Billy Gunn. I'll, more on Billy Gunn later because I'm a, I'm a Billy Gunn guy as well. Um, but I thought biker I thought biker Chuck Palumbo. Had he had a cool look, uh, obviously it was just like Undertaker light, right? In a way, because yeah. he came out with the motorcycle, he wore like the bandana and stuff, but he had a really cool finish. 
I forget the name of it, but it was it was really cool. When you get a chance, just like look it up. Chuck Palumbo, like I think it's in like he's in SmackDown versus Raw 2009. So just look up his yeah. finish. Yeah, game. he's in 2009. Uh, he had a very. I used to play as of in 2009. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I, I used to be like, yo, you will remember me. <laughs> I love, I love it. It didn't last long though. He literally had like two feuds. I remember he feuded with Jamie Noble because he was. Oh, and this is even funny. I didn't even put this together, but in storyline. Uh, he was dating like Michelle McCool, so it's kind of funny that biker Chuck Palumbo dates Michelle McCool, and in real life, she's yeah. dating Undertaker, right? That's like so weird. But I I love uh, biker Chuck Palumbo. I they say he had a cool look. Um, I like the long hair on him because before he used to always have his hair kind of like short. Uh, the long hair, he just looked cool. He was a big, intimidating dude. And then yeah, uh, he just didn't. They once again, I guess creative had nothing. It didn't last long. It lasted like maybe eight months or so. But it was like. He was on TV, I'd say, for like four of those months, and then the other four was like probably dark matches. And I don't know if Velocity was still around at that time, because uh, this was like he debuted in like late '07, and he's so he was around from like '07 to like '08ish around there. Um, but I, man, I thought it was cool. I was a huge fan of uh, Biker Chuck Palumbo, and I just feel like you know it didn't get started really. Like they never yeah. really gave it a shot. And I think he wow. could have went. You know, not far, not like a main event, but, you know, he definitely could have gotten more mileage out of it, I think. I think, like, Billy and Chuck, Chuck Palumbo, and biker Chuck Palumbo are absolutely just two different people. Like, I feel like the biker Chuck Palumbo ate. But Billy and Chuck, Chuck Palumbo. (laughs) Yeah, he was huge. He was huge. Yeah, he was fucking jacked out. Yeah. And he's naturally a tall dude. Like I said, he's like yeah, yeah. And again, like you don't really feel that. Like it's like in yeah. Billy and Chuck, it's like you don't really think he's just like oh hey look 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 at this gay dude, right? <laughs> like, yeah. You don't really think oh yeah he's a big dude he's tall you know. But then he gets the biker gimmick. It's like whoa, yeah. this yeah. dude's tall. This dude's big. <laughs> this dude's completely like... different dude. And he's like working on he's like working on motorcycles all day. You know he's like his hands are rough. Like dude, it yeah. was such a cool gimmick, man. And they just. Ah, I don't know. They just gave up on it. Like it just—he had a, like I said, he had a few with Jamie Noble, and then that was literally it. And then and then he turned heel briefly. Like he's mad at Michelle McCool for whatever reason, so he would yell at her. And I'm just like, ah, like you guys don't know what you're doing. Like no. Oh, um, Velocity. It was from 2002 to 2006. Yeah, okay, so he was so he was just like doing dark matches, and he wasn't even on. Damn, wasn't even on Velocity, man. Damn, he wasn't even on Velocity. Velocity was done. Velocity was dead. Maybe Heat. <laughs> That's sad. Oh, it's man. Like Sunday so. Heat was from 1998. I love Sunday Night Heat. To 2008. Mm. Yeah. Well, there's... I mean, there's two Heats. Because yeah. you have Sunday Night Heat and you have, like, the actual Heat. Like, yeah. Because uh, remember, there, like, there was... It's like two different logos. Like one yeah. ends, one ends in the middle of '99, and then it's like been... yeah, yeah, yeah. You have oh, you have like the Attitude Era Heat, yeah. where it's like it, it was it was the pre-show to pay-per-views, right. and it was like the always the coolest thing. Like yeah, that was great. And, <laughs> and then you just have Sunday Night Heat, which was just like, hey, here's a bunch of talent that we don't have shit for. Watch them fight a bunch of low quality matches. <laughs> I was gonna say right before you go, uh, Ruben, we could we could actually get most of our list from Sunday Night Heat because some of those main events is like <laughs> Sunday Night Heat, Stevie Richards versus Goldust. Like you know, we yeah. we could probably get some of those. I'll show you. Lists. You'll see. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> More on that uh, yeah, later. Ruben. Oh man. 
right, so something from the ruthless aggression era. Mm. Oh man, you guys remember three minute warning? Oh, you only got three minutes. Yeah. Again, and Billy and Chuck. Wow, it yeah. played into that. Yeah. Oh, that man. played into Look at that. that with three minute warning attacking Billy and Chuck. Yeah. Uh, oh man, like that. I love that gimmick because you know back in the ruthless aggression era, they, they didn't give a fuck. There was. Yeah. There was a, especially on Raw. Yeah. On oh my god, on Raw. Damn. Like I went. Yeah, back. Raw sucked ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yo, um, and you know, rest in peace, uh, Umaga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But damn, man, it was so brutal. And Eric Bischoff with that shit eating grin, uh, (laughs) when they were attacking, you know, they were attacking, um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, like, um, Snooker. Uh, even the, I think even they they attacked some les. What they did? Yeah, they beat on lesbians. Yeah, bro. they did. That was yeah, like, <laughs> hot lesbian action. By the way, um, both of them are dead. Like the main members, uh, like the main two of yeah, Freeman Rose and Warning. Yeah, so R.I.P. Oh, to no. both both of them. Both, yeah. Yeah, Rosie and Jamal. You got three minutes and we're out of here. God, that sucks. Yeah, that was so cool. That wouldn't work today, obviously. That would not work today. Well, I mean, we kind of we, we we got the Usos now. Like they're kind of they're kind of like the spiritual successor almost. I, I remember when yeah. the, when the Usos uh, came in, people were saying they were like, so Umaga was basically the fusion of them, but like they split back into two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like back to the Usos. Yeah, someone used the fusion. Yeah, it defused them. Yeah, but uh, yeah. One, one of my one of my favorite moments of three minute warning was uh, the, the wedding. Yeah, the wedding. That was one of my favorite moments. Uh, just it was so entertaining, and even the whole thing with when uh, uh, with Stephanie and, and or when they went to SmackDown, you know, that was one of my favorite moments too. Because just just I don't know, like and like you you can attest to this wrong, like. People, a lot of people overlook the ruthless aggression era because oh the attitude era, oh the attitude era, you know. And yeah. I, and I love yeah. the attitude era too, but there is a lot of good things about the ruthless aggression era. Like we got so many classic matches, title reigns. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of things. Uh, yeah. That the could be like a whole thing, so a whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like this, I'm I'm huge on that too. I mean, you know, the Attitude Era, like, like I, even with this list I was saying, like, it was kind of hard for me to find stuff from the Attitude Era because even the real bad stuff, like, it was, people cheered it. Like, yeah. the, the worst gimmicks got cheered in the Attitude Era. Like, if, if your gimmick sucked in the Attitude Era, like, then it was, like, it was no help for you because everyone had a, a position on the card. You know, every gimmick, every every wrestler, every title. Oh fuck! I I I know who you could have talked about. Uh, <laughs> the Attitude Era. You could have fucking you could have talked about uh, the Mean Street Posse. Dude, Mean Street Posse was love though. I think everyone liked the Mean Street Posse. <laughs> but they like, weren't it's... that over. Like <laughs> they weren't over. It was. You know what? Here, let's 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 talk about this right now. The Attitude Era. It's not about who got over. What if we're talking about like with the Attitude Era? It's like. How long did they last? 
Like how like how long did creative sure. have shit for them? Yeah. More like it's like because yeah, everyone got over in the Attitude Era. Yeah, for the most part, like except everyone... for Beaver Cleavage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Beaver Cleavage is probably the only like low hanging fruit is uh, yeah. that one there. And but... the Brawl for All. Oh yeah. Oh, see, damn, there was a few things. I mean, but no, but that wouldn't even be a guilty pleasure. I don't even like the Brawl for All, so... Oh, fuck the, fuck the yeah. Brawl for <laughs> So what you got, Deku? All right, I'm up next. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, you're up, man. Spotlight's um, on well, you. speaking of the Ruthless Aggression Era, although, actually, no, I'm talking more about the Attitude Era here. I believe that in the eyes of fans, Triple H is underrated because... People people see Triple H, they see him as a corporate shell who buries people with a golden shovel. When I see Triple H, I see a man who has been there since day one, has eaten shit, has taken a lot of shit, and has spent his entire career working out, putting on fantastic matches, having fantastic feuds, fantastic promos, giving it his all because he is the fucking game. Like his promo said. <laughs> like, Triple H, especially in that time period where he was the game. Like, the early game. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Where, like, his feud with... Oh, my... I just... I'm sorry. His feud with Mick Foley. Come oh, on, God, people. Yeah. That, that's How what put him you over. hate Triple H when he has two of the greatest matches with Mick Foley? Like, back to back. <laughs> It's so good. Two thousand Triple H is like probably the best. Two thousand two thousand one Triple H is probably the best he's he's ever been. Yeah, like everything was on point. The matches, the promos, but what I think what hurts him because I I get what you mean like in the eyes of the fans. Cause there's a lot of people that like think oh you know he's he's only where he's at because he married Stephanie right and that's yeah. a complete lie. Like that dude, he yeah. was gonna get there. Either way, it just obviously, yeah, it was a little faster. He was already, he was already basically there. Like he yeah. was basically there. Like he, by the time he actually married Stephanie, he was already on Raw, like doing the whole Reign of Terror thing, which exactly. wasn't even a part of Stephanie. That was with Eric Bischoff. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't like, even. It wasn't yeah. like he was on SmackDown, just like destroying everybody yeah, on yeah, SmackDown yeah. When, 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 when he was on SmackDown, he did fucking nothing when he was a babyface on SmackDown. Like, uh, eight, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, hello, he lost to Reverend Devon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he called my name. Oh, man. But no, I, and I, I get you on that because there, there's a lot of people that they feel that way about Triple H. I guess I, I think the best definition for me and how I feel about him is what Jim Cornette said, which is like he was never the guy – but he was always the guy that works with the guy that drew the money. Like, he was yeah. a great foil to Stone Cold and to yeah. The Rock. Stone right? Cold, and the Mick, Rock, Foley. Mick Foley. Shawn Michaels. Yeah, Shawn Michaels. That oh, feud with Shawn Michaels is so good. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. That was the best thing about WWE 2K15. That and the CM Punk feud. Like, the, those two showcases in 2K15 were, like, the only two good things about that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... I, I, so I kind of understand what you mean, you know, like yeah. just how fans look at him, you know, and, and and it's it's unfair to him. I mean, like I think the biggest blemish is obviously the you know he just beat everybody in, in ruthless aggression. That's really what hurt him is like for three years he just beat he just beat everyone and like mm-hmm. they either never got a rematch or like they never did anything after. 
you know. And and like, to think, like nowadays, he he's trying to just like rectify that. Like he is, he is putting in the work, putting over Daniel Bryan, like putting over like all these people, and then he has NXT. He is the father of NXT. That everyone loves him in NXT. Like he is such a good person, honestly. Like I don't care what anyone says about like the fucking click or all that because he didn't fully involve himself in that. Mm-hmm. That kind of shit that was Shawn Michaels, that was Kevin Nash, Razor Ramon. It's like fucking like he he did nothing wrong basically, <laughs> and people just fucking <laughs> just gave him shit. Yeah. has a great body of work like we were talking about earlier before you got on along he has a great body of work but his blemish is obviously the reign of terror you know and the fact that he's married to stephanie but he's been doing his best to make sure that he you know he's been putting people over when he wrestles even though he should have let Sting go over, but you know that we don't talk about another time. Yeah, but, that <laughs> that we don't talk about. Yeah, <laughs> we, 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 we don't. Had to be that WCW one more time. Yeah. We 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 don't talk about Booker T, and we don't talk about Sting. Like yeah. we let's just let's sh- yeah, just, just <laughs> keep it keep it sound. But yeah, like he he's been doing a lot of great work in uh, NXT, and when he wrestles overall, he's been putting people over like that. You know that mania where Daniel Bryan went over. And oh he, God, he put Daniel Bryan yeah. over so hard. Yeah. Oh yeah, in the opener, in the opener of a uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, and he Triple H loses more matches than he's won. Like he he's the he's the guy who's you know with, with the guy. Like he he he's not the top guy, but he's the guy below the top guy or the guy that wrestles the top guy, essentially, and. <laughs> He's got. He's put in his work. Like, yeah. I I have more respect for him now than I did before. Like he's he's while well, everyone has left and gone and they come back, they didn't leave and they come back. He's been there. So that mm-hmm. that's what you gotta you gotta respect him for that. At least if not, eh, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. But he's done his work. He's that no no pun intended. He has a good pedigree. So ah, uh, I see. Uh, <laughs> I get it. Yes, he has a good pedigree of work, and he really does, though. Yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah. So he he he's good. <laughs> Triple H is. I'm sorry, he's played a game, but at the same time, he, I can we can all say he's paid his dues and he has put people over. Yeah. yeah. All right, Rome. What well, right. what what do you got next up? So this one, uh, I like this one. Um, he has like no memorable memorable match. He's literally just All a right, promo. Mike, Mike Knox, come on! Oh, one hundred percent, Mike Knox, man. You can't, <laughs> this is it right here. Got the, I'm doing the, the pose right now. You guys can't see the, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the one. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike Knox. Nah, but um, this one. Uh, do you guys remember a man named Simon Dean? Oh my yes. God, Simon Dean! Holy shit! My patented Simon system will help you lose weight, yo. So, <laughs> Simon Dean. Okay. Yeah, Simon Dean. Fucking, that's Nova. That's Nova. But yeah, here's the Nova. thing: Rome, Rome didn't grow up on ECW. I didn't watch ECW oh. until like uh, later, and and this is and that also ties into the 
probably what I'll get into next. But I, I didn't watch the original ECW like that. Like, I knew all the top guys, right? Because I had yeah. cousins and stuff that watched it. So I knew the top guys at the Fed. Yeah. I didn't know that, that Nova, you know, I mean, I knew Blue, the BWO, but I didn't know that that was Nova. So yeah, this, like, to me, it's this like, was yeah, like, yeah, you, 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 you knew the the Blue Meanie and and Steven Richards right. like from WWF, but you had no idea who the fuck was Nova. Like, who's Nova? Yeah. So my first uh, introduction to to the character to this guy who was Nova was Simon Dean. So yeah. and I guess that adds on to why he's obscure in a way is because no one really cared. But the Simon Dean character was I thought it was hilarious. Um. Making fun of fat people, you know, like you have like a whole system and this whole thing. Like I love cheesy vignettes, right? And that's what he used to have. Is like you see him in the gym working out, trying to sell his products, like, and then he would come to the ring and he would kind of offer his products to, uh, you know, the people he was facing. I don't even remember if he's even won a match. Like I, I can't even remember that. But I did love the Simon Dean character. I always got like a little pop when I when I saw him on TV. I think he was on. He, he debuted around. I want to say 2004, and then I know he had like on Raw he, he had like a few matches. He beat people, but it was mostly jobbers. Then he had like a, a tag team with Maven, <laughs> who could be on this list for all we know. Uh, he had a tag team with Maven, and I think the whole gimmick was that Maven was like Maven was a product of the uh, Simon system. It was like wow. something like that, where like Maven was using all the stuff, and then um, but they didn't really do anything with him. Uh, he got traded to SmackDown. And there was an, an obscure team. God, this guy Simon Dean just obscurity at its best. There was a team, I don't know if you guys remember, called the Gemini. Yep. yep. Gemini. Yeah. Oh, fuck. The, the Goldberg <laughs> Twins. Yeah, that didn't last long either. Yeah, yeah. But he was, like, managing them. And then that was pretty much it. He didn't do much. So he never really got past, like, the vignettes and, like, the He the, the did give uh, Bobby Lashley's debut. Right. He did. Yeah, he, gave, he yeah. tried to offer him... Uh, I think some of those that's actually no that's what his career ended up turning into was like like okay Stone Cold will come back and he'd be like hey Stone Cold he'd try to offer him the Simon system Stone Cold stunned him Bobby Lashley's debut he tries to offer it to him Bobby Lashley beats him up and I think he you, I think that was his debut match too right you said against uh, Bobby Lashley Yeah I think so yeah so but but Simon Dean I thought he was uh is one of those characters I like uh, didn't do anything. <laughs> he was in a company. No. Did, did absolutely did nothing, nothing, but like, <laughs> but it was cool. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, that. So uh, yeah, boom. Nice, oh. nice, very nice. Uh, damn, I'm gonna go into two segues with uh, EC, you know, ECW, and you know, we were talking about Triple H earlier, but I guess I go with the latter. Uh, you guys, you guys had to remember the two-man power trip. You, you guys remember that, man? Mm, underrated. Yeah. As fuck. Again, no one talks about it. No, no one talks about the two-man power trip when they fucking kill Lita with the chairs. Yeah. Oh, I just, you know, it's funny. Before you even go, Ruben, yeah. I literally, not kidding you, about a week ago, yeah, put out on Twitter, and uh, did you see the tweet where I was like. Um, I was like, I don't know who needs to hear this, but Austin's heel run was was very good. Like the the two man power trip and that whole that was a good run. Like yeah, you know the fans didn't want to boo, so essentially 
by the numbers, it was bad because ratings were down. But if you really look at the character, like the way they beat up on Lita, like all the stuff they did, running away, like yeah. But yeah, take it away, man. This is yours. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. No, it's I, all I just... good. No, it's all good, man. So, <laughs> like you guys brought up Lita and just the amount of bumps she took, and I had watched it's this a few destroyed. months. Destroyed. Yeah, they. They, as they say in, in WWE promos, they uh, uh, eviscerated her. Because, you, you know, <laughs> you, you say that. Like you Broke you say... her in two. <laughs> mm-hmm. By God. By yeah. God. Because, <laughs> you know, you, you will Why, say Triple that. Why, Triple H? And... Why? I'm sorry. sorry yeah, sorry. no, it's all good. Got no. you, got you, Jim Ross, there. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and, and that that's the thing, uh, Deku. Jim Ross, he, because of his commentary, that put it over like yeah crazy because he he said that you know we're used to triple h being a sadistic bastard but never you know but stone awesome. cold yeah the stone <laughs> cold low. just bashing uh the hardy boys with, with a chair uh giving them gut shots yep. with a chair and then lita jesus the 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 amount of chair shots and this is when head sh- you know chair shots to the head was still a thing and I was like, holy fuck. Like, she took a beating, but the thing, she's tough. I, I give it to Lita. She is one tough, you know, one tough cookie, as they say. And th- that whole run was underrated. And they had, uh, they had all the, they had the tag titles. Uh, Austin was, uh, Austin was champ, was WWF champion. I love that goalie, the, yeah, hold up. Uh, there's a UPS truck at my... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, but he, they had all the gold. That was the thing. They had all the gold, and it was going around, mm-hmm. just causing chaos and, and mayhem. And, you know, again, we're used to Triple H being, you know, sadistic bastard, cerebral assassin, but Stone Cold. Like, he was always, you know, the one against, you know, the company. He, he was never... You know, he was never like the type to to be that sadistic. He was just the, the brawler, yeah. the anti-hero, and for him to to join the dark side. And remember, he turned hill. You know, use that chair. Hit you know, hit the rock with it. He, he beat the crap out of yeah. uh, out of out of the rock. Yeah, yeah. And shook hands with Vince McMahon, and you know you that you have it, and then that that two man power trip like that was. That was something that you rarely see. Like you, you see it, but it's just it's rare. That that level mm-hmm. of just just brutality and and character work. Because in order for you to be a heel, like now being a heel is like uh, just cower away, cheat. Like that that's one that's one aspect. But to be just that sadistic and, and plotting and calculating. And remorseless, like that—that's that's the type of hills I like because, yeah. you know, just the the cowardly hill, chicken shit type of hills. It's it's it gets boring, gets played out. Like they can run away yeah. for for hour, right. and then before you know, they get the comeuppance. But when you have, it's like the um, Infinity War when Thanos he he wins, he gets all all the he gets all the stones, he gets the, all the Infinity stones, and and he goes off and looks at the at the sunrise, like when 
when you don't have happy endings to things all the time, like it's like whoa, like like that that that's kind of crazy. So I like that because mm-hmm. all the times you got the Cowardly Hill, they they duck and hide, they dodge, and then they get the comeuppance. In this case, the reason why I ended because I remember Triple H got he got injured. If, if I'm right. yep. Yeah, he got injured. So that's and it's funny because remember we were talking about like uh, best Royal main events earlier. That was the my favorite main event is the massive match that he got injured. It was that you know that tag team uh, main event match. Yeah, yeah. The the Chris's. Yeah, the yeah. two Jericho and Benoit. Chris. But yeah, like um and and it's true. Like the thing is is uh like people it's just I don't know it's like selective memory in a way which is gonna lead into the next thing I have after uh, Deku goes, but it's like selective memory with like the pow- two man power trip is like oh Austin you know Austin was healed so we were upset right and um I will say the one logistical thing that they had that was a problem was they didn't have any like real like they didn't have any top baby faces at the time like that's why they had to like kind of break undertaker away because he was doing the the brother of destruction stuff but like they didn't have like rock left right and then they didn't have anyone else you know to fill that like top void so like the top three heels are like kurt angle stone cold triple h like who are they gonna feud with it's like okay you got undertaker and king and then after that it's like chris jericho and chris benoit were upper mid-card guys at the time so they had to kind of bring them up you know but then after that there wasn't you know the roster was kind of like thin at the time in terms of like top main event babyface guys because i remember i remember hearing that triple h was supposed to turn like it's supposed to be like a double turn almost like he was supposed to turn face after wrestlemania and then like he would be the top face feuding with like a heel austin but uh he didn't want to do it or something like that Mm. i don't know but uh yeah yeah that's a good one all right what you got deco well let's see oh boy Okay, so we, we've talked about WWF, WWE, a little bit of TNA. Let's go to WCW now. Because there's a storyline that no one really talks about. I know OSW talked about it when they covered uh, WCW. But uh, this storyline, it sort of... Didn't, I, it was sort of like the breaking point where WCW really started being good. This was a storyline that was right around the time it started around the Dungeon of Doom and ended around NWO. So it was like really in that moment. And it's Lex Luger and Sting. Ooh, so okay. Lex Luger was a heel in the Dungeon of Doom and Sting was Sting, the, the ultimate baby face. The man called Sting. Called Sting, yep. <laughs> and... They they were like an odd couple. It was amazing. It was you have a heel and a face that loved each other. They, they were, were tag teams, best yeah. friends. Tag yeah, tag team, tag champions. I think at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but Holland. and the entire time, it's like here's here's Lex Luger with Jimmy Hart being an absolute heel, being a douchebag, and then Sting. It was such a difference. And then what really set it off is this is what ended up creating the crow sting character because nwo happens this like wcw is torn apart it is it is like whoa what is happening here nobody trusts each other anymore and suddenly the nwo has sting they they start getting sting to attack people and well it doesn't is is that really sting 
could it be Sting? And he starts attacking Lex Luger. It's and <laughs> Sting, what the what the hell are you doing? And Sting's like, that's not me. That is not me. But Lex Luger doesn't believe him. And then I think it was uh, War Games had the NWO Sting, and then out comes the real Sting, the real scene, and he yeah. takes him out, and he just stares down Lex Luger, and he's like, "You son of a bitch." You could not trust me. I'm done. And he left. And that's the start of the Crow Sting character. And no one talks about this storyline. It is the, in my opinion, at least of like right around that time of WCW, the best thing, the best storyline of WCW there. Like they put all their money into that without people even realizing, I think. Yeah. And that was for the time. That was very interesting because, like, that was still, you know, cookie cutter baby face, you know, evil mm-hmm. heel. Like, you, this is very rare that you're going to get a heel and a baby face on a t- on the same team. Like, they, they, that was kind of like first, not breaking kayfabe, but like, um, they were going into personal life, right? Because in real life, they were your close friends. So that was like, okay, here's this bad guy, Lex Luger, who's with the Dungeon of Doom. Here's this good guy in Sting, but they're really close friends in real life. So on screen, we're going to make them a team, even though. You know, you when you watch it wrestling as a kid, you're like, oh, he's a bad guy. He's supposed to be fighting this guy. He's not supposed to team with him. That was a cool uh, gimmick they had, like a cool time. Not gimmick, but like an angle. And I remember it was the whole thing of like if Steen could trust Lex Luger at one point. And they did win the tag titles. I think they won them from Harlem Heat. I I, I want to say they did, but I'm not. I could be wrong. I know Harlem. No, actually, Harlem Heat beat them for the titles when NWO came in later on. That I know. Uh, it was like a triple threat tag team, and Harlem Heat like rolled up Lex Luger, I think, and pinned him because he was like distracted. But uh, yeah, that was wow, that's a good one. That's really good. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, so <laughs> I I got one that um, I might die on this hill. I don't care. <laughs> but uh, going to what you know what Ruben was saying earlier, and I guess this kind of goes with you because of the whole WCW thing. Uh, NWO two thousand. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say that after watching over, you know, once I got the network and I got the network in like 2015, I think. And I was like, I watched over like, you know, the whole Attitude Era basically. And like further on around 2017 ish, I think uh, I, you know, as I'm watching the show, I, I say, OK, it's time to time to bite the building to watch this. And we get up to the invasion angle. And I'm watching the Invasion Angle, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this being so bad, right? Wrong. The Invasion Angle is actually not as bad as people make it out to be. Um, I, I get that there was a lot of top WCW stars that didn't come over that we wanted to see. Right. I understand that, um, you know, the ones that were top guys, they didn't get treated as well. Like Booker T, he was okay for, at, for a while, and then they just kind of like, after he lost in a rock, he never really did anything else. Not gonna talk about the DDP stuff. That was terrible what they did to DDP. That was horrible. But in between, I think I think it was okay. No, it wasn't the best wrestling, but yeah. people it's once again it's selective memory. When you hear invasion angle, people immediately oh it was terrible. It was actually good TV still. Yeah, Rome. Um, uh, I can just tell you, like you you chose to die on that hill that I avoided. I was like, ooh, the invasion <laughs> Yeah, maybe I shouldn't touch that one. <laughs> I'll so say, thank I'll you, brother. <laughs> Like for doing something I was too cowardly to do. I'll I'll take the bullet. No, you know it's like the Joker meme, man. So you think the invasion angle was good? Yes, and I'm tired of pretending it's not. 
Like, yeah. you know, it's it's. I'm not gonna say it's the best, but I would take it over what's the current what's going on in the current product and what's going on for the last few years. Um, you know, there was there was talent in there. There was good matches because the WCW guys, you know, a lot of those WCW guys knew how to work. So like, they came in, they were having good matches. It was fresh talent. Uh, like I said, fresh matchups. Um, it was exciting too. There was a lot of title changes. I could say if you're if you're the type of person that don't really like constant title changes, there was a lot because there was so many titles, right? There was like 20 titles in a company because you had all the WCW titles and then you had all the all the WWF titles. So like every week it was like someone was winning the US title or someone was winning the IC or whatever. But I think I honestly think that there was some good uh, storyline plots in there. Like one of them, uh, I'll just cover briefly is with Test. I remember. Um, cause Shane McMahon, you know, he was the owner of WCW. So there was like a time where everyone knew test and Shane were like, cool. And then, um, they were like, Oh, there's going to be a defector. Like someone's going to defect. And everyone assumed it was going to be test because he was cool with Shane and he, and it wasn't him. And like, they jumped him and it ended up being Kurt Angle, but they, they were jumping tests and like people were beating him up and it was like, he didn't even do anything, but because they did that, then he decided to join up with WCW. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, and, you know, he formed the team with Booker T, which is weird. But anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, just the invasion angle as a whole, I think because of the narrative that everyone created is like, oh, it was the worst because no one came over, blah, blah, blah. It really was not that bad. Like I said, yes, it well, was. It could have been a lot better. But well, it wasn't. Do you, do you remember, uh, since you're talking about invasion, uh, do you remember Paul Heyman's promo before, I think, oh, Survivor God. Series? Where he yeah. just shoots the shit on on Vince. Yeah, one of the best promos oh, like of God. all time, dude. It was amazing. The oh, the one thing different. I will say about the invasion is it, it did last a long time. It, it was from like it was from like May to like Survivor Series. So that was that was like good six, seven months. It was a long time. But and then obviously the talent, like I said, they didn't have Hogan or Goldberg or anybody. But I just don't I hate that it's like if you say Invasion Angle, people are like, oh, that was the worst thing ever. It really was not that bad if you go back and watch it. Especially after noting, okay, what wrestling's going to become. And the next, what, oh, that was 01. We're in two, and the next 19 years, knowing what wrestling's going to turn into, trust me, it is not that bad. Yeah. yeah. Like, so. Ooh. So I'll die on that heel. <laughs> I mean, no, like, before, before I say my, uh, my guilty pleasure knocks, like, Sometimes, when we when we get the the consensus of like uh, from the wrestling you know community as a whole, like we we tend to follow we tend to follow that that opinion that that broad opinion. All oh, the invasion angle was bad. Why was it bad? Oh, yeah. we didn't have we didn't have uh, the the big names, the big WCW stars, and people will will just stop on that okay they didn't have all these guys so yeah it was bad yeah exactly yeah are you gonna have an invasion angle without nwo how are you gonna have an invasion without goldberg or sting or whatever and it's like i mean those guys chose to sit out their contract but then you have people like canyon you know doing some good work you had um the stuff with mike awesome and some of the ecw guys lance storm yeah. putting on good like you had good you know there was a good there was good work in there uh, just yeah, you know, the well, star power wasn't yeah, there, and they could have done better with DDP. I think that those are probably the two biggest issues. I, I didn't like that at all. They did the DDP, yeah, but you know, I agree. Overall, it wasn't that bad. So. Yeah, yeah, like 
Yeah, definitely looking back, like when we we tend we tend to and, just dismiss things. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, that and I mean, hey, the invasion gave us the ruthless aggression era, which we all seem to agree on that we love. That we love <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Like that game, like that stacked roster that was doing nothing. That that's what that's what led to that time period. Yep. So that's what led to the the brand split and all that. Yep. Silver lining. There's a silver lining and and everything. And unfortunately, mine. While it's how it just it, it was basically. Uh, their version of uh, NWO slash invasion mess slop, but uh, I mean there was some good moments, uh, mostly funny moments. But uh, after Jeff Hardy won the TNA title at Bound for Glory ten ten ten, and then they formed Immortal, mm-hmm. you know, which was cool. Then it started getting kind of out of hand. You know, you had. Fortune. First, you had Fortune. Fortune up. Four. Yeah. Oh man! Like, I think I know where this is going. Yeah. Uh, just basically the whole immortal angle, and you know, like we mentioned Jeff Hardy's run, but just the fact that Immortal just swallowed up everyone, and then the only yeah. few people that were left were uh, uh, Sting. Uh, Pope, uh, yeah. with Nash. Th- those were the you know the few people that were left, and then, <laughs> and then during that, Samoa Joe just fell into a. Was it Samoa? Yeah, it was Samoa Joe. He fell through. Uh, who, who pushed him? Um, uh, Jeff Jarrett. Oh, it was Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. When he threw him through that thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> MMA, MMA Jeff Jarrett. Damn, that should have been yeah. on my list. MMA Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, that, that, like um. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so during that time, we had MMA Jeff Jarrett, and we had his MMA challenge, and <laughs> one. I love this, and I hope you're following me wrong. But one of one of the challenges he had this dude come up. And he was he asked, Oh, where where are you from? Like, what's your name? Where are you from? Uh, oh, I'm oh, yeah, Jose. It's the best. <laughs> I, I'm Jose, but my friends call me Jay. And it's like where 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 are you from? Is that Saiwan Puerto Rico? And I was like, Oh man and then <laughs> and it's like who who who's your favorite who's your favorite wrestler? does he have like, you know, gold medals anything like that? Mickey James <laughs> That was fucking funny, dude. He was getting the dudes out the out the crowd to like, he was like beat up on random like random plants in the audience. Yo. Yeah, I, I like those type of gimmicks too. It's like, hey, you, let me get this guy like the master lock. Yeah, like, you know, like just yeah, the yeah, the master plant. lock yeah. challenge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or random people in the crowd. Umaga's gonna gonna beat someone's ass out of the crowd, and it's Santino Morella. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yo, that was. That was... Yeah, I should have put that on my list, but yeah, like the, the those whole like getting plants from crowds and, and fighting them for money, like those are one of my favorite gimmicks. But that one was funny to me because just the way that dude just just said Mickey James and, and he proceeded to get his, his ass kicked, <laughs> of course, but uh that was pretty funny. Mickey and, James Yeah. <laughs> 
and you know we we love Mickey James, so that that's like yeah. that is why he's on the list. But, that was a spiritual manifestation of us in the crowd. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was that was one of my guilty pleasures. We me and Long we tend to look back at that just when we're thinking about Sun Random and funny and and, and meme like we just go back to that and like TNA even though during the whole immortal thing and just it was a lot of just like foolishness things that didn't make sense that was pretty funny though alright you're up next alright alright I'm about to start a war here Uh (laughs) about to fucking create a flame war (laughs) I am sick and tired of people acting like SmackDown versus Raw 2008 is a bad game. Uh oh. <laughs> because SmackDown versus Raw 2008. All right, 24/7 mode was disappointing. Yeah. It it was it did not live up to expectations. It did not la- lead up to live up rather to season modes of the past. <laughs> but you had a stacked roster. You had WWE, like you had, you had Raw, you had SmackDown, you had ECW. And when I say ECW, I mean early ECW. Yeah, you, you still had Sandman, Sabu, Terry Funk, Tommy Dreamer, CM Punk. I think Elijah Burke was in there somewhere. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking who? Like, Monty oh, Brown. Monty yeah, Monty Brown. Brown. Like, oh, God. And it's just like, it was so cool to play. And everyone just shits on it. But I love SmackDown vs. Raw 2008. And when I when I look back, like, when I have, like, the nostalgia tracks of the soundtracks, like... My favorite soundtrack of the entire series is 2007. I think that's, like, the perfect, like, back-to-back. Just every song in that soundtrack is amazing. But when I think of, like, just nostalgia, I just think of 2008's music. Like, it's so good. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you had Go Hard. You had, um, you had fucking Well, uh... Evil. Like, you had, like, all these songs that were just so good. So yeah, stand, stand up. up, like yeah. <laughs> that don't show us no blood. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. <sighs> I'm trying. I'm, do I want to? Do I want to make an enemy out of Deku? I don't know. <laughs> Cause <sighs> I hate 08, bro. 08 was so disappointing to me. Uh, yeah. I I knew I was gonna start an argument here, but like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just. I I can't I can't stand Earth, like, here and listen to this bullshit anymore. <laughs> 2008. I don't care, especially now that we have 2K20. All right, now. <laughs> listen, yeah, fair enough. Complain fair all enough. you want. We got fucking 2K20. Shut your ass up. Play 2008 <laughs> and be happy that we that, that that there was a time period where that was considered the worst game at the time. <laughs> I just, I just yeah. didn't like the, I didn't I didn't like the controls, man. They changed like it was too much of a drastic change from from 07. And I know they've been like from from like SmackDown versus Raw to like 07. I, there's things they kept changing up, but I just felt like from 07 to 08 it was too much of a drastic change. Like and then like. I didn't like the ability thing where it's like, oh, you have two different abilities, and then it's like yeah. it kind of locks certain moves. Like, yeah, I, it kinda, that's why I yeah, didn't like. I do have to say the the ability system was kind of dumb, especially when you would face like 
oh, hey, I'm going to have a match against, like, you know, CM Punk. It's like a submission match. And then he immediately just, like, reverses all your submissions because yeah. he had the, the submission expert one. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was that. God damn. Yeah. 08, I remember being so hyped for that. Damn, that was one of my biggest letdowns. <laughs> so I, I understand. I mean, if that's how you feel, because I do think everything else around it is cool. Like, the music was great. The hub was cool. The roster was, like, it's probably one of the last like really stacked rosters um because that was like jeff hardy's return too i remember jeff hardy hasn't been in a game since, uh, yes like, jeff hardy returns since, yeah since like shut your mouth actually he hasn't been in the game that was like his yeah. first game since shut your mouth it, yeah it was so i uh, <laughs> i mean that's that's respectable i mean it's a guilty pleasure right so yeah. i respect it look some people st- some people think that Warzone's a good game <laughs> <laughs> Don't we know someone that thinks that? I think Freak said he liked the Warzone. <laughs> I, think he I, did. Think, I think he did. Might be exposing them here. I think Freak said he's like, yeah, I played. What played Warzone? I like Warzone. So uh, <laughs> just to keep the trend going, because uh, I mean, you know, I already brought up the invasion angle. Now I'm gonna bring this up. This is where people might, people listening to this might say, okay, Rome yeah. has the worst opinions. I'm not listening to him anymore. But just listen out, hear out. Hear him out, hear him out. <laughs> W-W-E-C-W. Ah. Now, I, let, me, let me preface the this by saying... The tribe of extreme has risen again. Let me preface this by saying Rome didn't grow up watching ECW. Like I said before... I've seen a few like images and like and like magazines. Like I remember kids at school would have like uh you know wrestling magazines and like you would see like pictures of ECW, right? So my knowledge and I, and I had like family members that was into it, but my knowledge of ECW was that ECW is bl- blood and guts basically. Everyone is just putting people through hundreds of tables with fire and all that stuff on it and hitting each other with Nintendos and stuff like that, right? So <laughs> I but I but I knew like I said I knew the talent like i knew taz came from there and you know raven and all those dudes the dudley boys so i knew about those guys right but i didn't grow up on original ecw in fact i didn't watch an ecw the first ecw show i've seen was well after it died like in 06 around that time i think someone brought like the uh one of the barely legal dvds by we watched it anyways um so when wwe ecw started um, <laughs> I like the hulkiness of it. The zombie dude—that's hilarious. That was hilarious. Um, the early stuff with like the new breed versus the originals—that was good TV. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, that was um, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good time. You remember that time, right? That was a yep. good time. Elijah Burke, Monty Brown, uh, Deku's boy, um, uh, um, Kevin Thorne, and yes. uh, Matt Stryker yeah. being—it was kind of weird. It was a weird group but those i thought they were all talented dudes and then the originals you know fighting against them every week having matches with them especially the alpha male i'm i'm a huge alpha male uh marcus corvon that was his name in, in uh, ecw yeah um, yeah yeah marcus corvon marcus corvon that was his name but i thought it was good tv um we got to see the rise of cm punk um to be honest most of the top talent from the i'd say like the mid uh 2010s all started from this. So I can understand people being upset because it wasn't the original ECW, right? Because WWE is like, we're going to bring back ECW. Of course, you're going to want, you know, yeah, I want like, you know, uh, Sabu and 
Rhino in like a you know yeah. tornado. I don't know hell match. I don't know what they had in ECW. <laughs> you know you they don't want some CW weird Yeah, like they used to have well, some um, to, weird games. Like so that the people know, the whole reason why we're here is because our we have a conversation about how how underrated third ECW is. Yes, and yeah. like how I mean it gave us Zack Ryder. Shame mm-hmm. it, I, I, and I mean like solo Zack Ryder, like you know, with with, with the one legged tights. The one leg tights uh, were dope. Those were uh, dope. You gave us Sheamus, CM Punk, gave us <laughs> Christian's return, Kofi like Kingston. was fucking amazing. Yeah, Kofi yeah. Kingston, William Regal was amazing oh on ECW. Two thousand eight, like, William Regal. Oh. Yo, even Ezekiel Jackson wasn't bad on ECW. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, dude, like John Morrison, I thought was dope when he 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 went there as uh he was Johnny Nitro and then he won the title and became John Morrison. I thought he had a pretty good run with the title. Um, like just it gave us a bunch of stuff. Big Big Daddy V could have could have done a little more, you know. <laughs> Big Daddy um, V, oh my god, could have could have done a little more, you know. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I I liked it. Um, you know, it, and like I said. I understand why people are upset because the name ECW. If you swap the name ECW and just put like our original name, I think people would have received it more. But I just once again, I hate the narrative. <laughs> NXT. Like, yeah, basically, yeah. if they if they have the NXT name back in oh six, then sure. But like I guess I just hated the idea of that. You know, it's the narrative now. Oh, it's just bad. If you mention it immediately, oh, it sucks. It was terrible. This and that was bad TV. It was. It really wasn't. You know, yeah, especially yeah. those early ones. Even when Kurt Angle was like still there, when he was doing the the, the wrestling machine gimmick, that was pretty cool. Yeah, with the mouth guard and everything. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah. I... yeah. What's that? Sorry. Yeah, so that was dope. Like the, his run in ECW was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wasn't <laughs> <too> <laughs> <long>. <laughs> yeah, that was something else, but. Yeah, that theme went so hard. I loved it. I, you know, I recently found out the reason they gave him that theme was to get people to stop. Yeah, suck chance. You I didn't know. Just that. found that out. Yeah, I just found out like maybe that, a month that, or so ago. Only a month ago, I, I thought that yeah. was kind of just like common knowledge. It's like, no, yeah, it's he's so. a wrestling machine, and they don't want the UCW crowd telling them that he sucks. Especially ECW, <laughs> you suck, dick. You yeah, suck, yeah. dick. <laughs> Your mother taught me how. <laughs> Your mother taught me how. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best best response you sick dick your mother told me oh fucking Kurt Angle's the best I was trying to find before, before you go Ruben I was trying yeah. to find something uh, as one angle with Kurt I'll just say it real briefly I mean it's terrible yeah. but the, the whole uh, bestiality sex angle with, with uh, Booker T and <laughs> kind of bestiality sex that's so bad the, the, the kind of animal sex yeah, it was that was terrible. I mean, the matches were good, but that that's that's a terrible guilty pleasure of mine. That's just that promo is funny. Yeah, it's just horrible. Oh, oh <laughs> All right, you're good. You're good. Okay. But yeah, wait, hold on. One more time. Yeah. Just go back. You got four years of TV, um, of ECW, especially the earliest stuff. I thought yeah, it was good. Just- Kinda, kinda, just like uh, step toe like around uh, the sort of dis- December to December build a little bit, and yeah, just ignore yeah. that that time period existed. But like yeah. early WWE CW, and then like uh, a couple months at removed from December to December is mm-hmm. so good. That's when they really, yeah, it really started yeah. kicking. And I'd say like in February of '07 when like Monty Brown came in, and then like 
I, I think that's when it really started to like get a lot better. And then, and then, and once again, it even was a resurgence for other people like Shelton Benjamin. It gave him something to do, right? The yeah, gold standard. Yeah. You know? Gold um, standard right there. Oh, yeah. It's a lot, lot of good things from ECW. Um, Damn. There's like, like, there's two segues. It's like two choices that are on my list that you guys brought up. Uh, <laughs> Big Daddy V. Uh, <laughs> and the early days of NXT. Um, oh, early okay. NXT. Yeah, but how early though? How early NXT? Are you talking about game show NXT? Yeah, game I, show I NXT. think he's talking about game show. Game NXT. Show okay, okay. NXT. Yeah, because uh, we are wild <laughs> and young. <laughs> <laughs> That does not count. That that, we, that that is if anyone has a guilty pleasure of that theme song, they can they, yes. they go to hell. <laughs> you go to hell. So okay, fuck it. I'll, I'll go with um with the game show NXT. Reason why, to me, like for me, that's a guilty pleasure because you had just first of all the commentators. They knew this was stupid from the jump, and. Even when um CM when CM Punk got on commentary for a bit, I was like, oh yeah. And uh, this is when I believe it was the ladies on on NXT when when they had you know AJ Lee. Oh, uh, season three, I think yeah. it was. And I was there for that. I was there for a season three taping. Yes. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The SmackDown oh, taping that I was talking about oh, before. Oh. Well, not not in this podcast, but like a couple weeks back, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Okay. okay. It, it, it was uh, I I they it was so bad. <laughs> season three is, is bad. It's just yeah. bad. It's just, mm. yeah. But but season. I mean, they gave us AJ Lee at least. Yes. Yes. And uh, Caitlyn, I believe. Yeah, and Caitlyn. Oh yeah. my God, it gave us yeah. Caitlyn. <laughs> Caitlyn is underrated. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. underrated too. Yeah. No one's. Underrated. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like that. That season was hot awful but it, they didn't they knew that they didn't care it's like oh man this is just dumb why we're we doing this and they just had they just had fun with it and at the time I, I remember Cole was in his heel he was in his heel run I believe with Lawler so he was healing up to um, was I, I, th- I believe on, on NXT on NXT heel Michael Cole was like a little bit before like they sort of tested the water with NXT uh, before doing it on Raw. Yeah. And I think even Michael Cole on NXT was much better than he fucking was on Raw because he was he was a color guy on NXT, but on Raw he was a fucking play-by-play guy and it made no sense. But on NXT it worked. Yeah. Yeah, he's make fun of Daniel Bryan and stuff like that. Yep. Put over the Miz. Yeah, that was... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and especially when um, CM Punk was on doing commentary and just, um, was it um, Josh Matthews, I believe? Was it on, on commentary with him? And he was just dogging yeah. him. Yeah. yeah, I think Josh Matthews was there, like, as, I think at least for a little bit. I think he was with heel Michael Cole, like, he was sort of the play-by-play guy while Michael Cole was color. Yeah. And man, like that, there was, and oh, um, there was also when uh, Titus O'Neil, <laughs> there was when Titus O'Neil, 
uh, when they did the keg challenge, and he was trying to, you know, just run with the keg as fast as he could. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and he fell, yeah. and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, they replayed Bro, that. what about Eli Cottonwood, man? Oh, how can I forget <laughs> about Eli Cottonwood? Like, and, and, and tall, lumbering fool. Yeah, and talking about a mustache, and he said he wished he had one, but he has one. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Yeah, that's so bad. You're in your own with that one, Chief. Yeah, I know, but it, it's funny oh, because. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll finish quick. The yeah, I'll finish quick. Of the genesis of yeah. Miguel Cuddy. <laughs> I was going to bring that up. Like, Michael Miguel Cully, it was, it was so bad it was because it was so bad it was so good because. You can just sit back and, and, and understand, like, yeah, like th- this isn't meant to be taken seriously. Like, you you have people, like, you know, you just have people that take things way too seriously. But that was just, that was just, that had to happen. So that way we had the NXT that we had today. Because that NXT was just a dumpster fire. But now we have yeah. the, the black and gold brand. You know, we have... Uh, Balor, we have Keith Lee, Adam Cole, you know, Shinsuke, yeah. Seth Rollins, all that. So I'm glad that we have to go through the bad so we can get to the good. But yeah, that that's my guilty pleasure right there. Oh, okay. Well, where do I go? I, I you know, I, we only have a couple more left, but uh, hmm, I think I should talk about. Since, since since I was talking about SmackDown vs. Raw 2008, I should talk about the Ruthless Aggression here. And this is a weird one because, again, it's kind of – it's the same thing with sort of like Reverend Devon where it's now, you know, he's respected as hell and, like, people get him now. But I feel like at the time people didn't like him as much. It's Carlito. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know. And, and it's also – it's the same thing where it's just like – management they didn't have anything for him really like they, like he really tried carlito was awesome like he was That's always great. you know oh, no pun intended carlito was cool and like fucking they did nothing with him like I... he had like, um he had what did what, what's the move it's like the 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 backstabber it's the thing that fucking yeah. uh that uh sasha has yeah he started it it was like the backcracker though when he did it, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I love that, especially when he does it because he puts in so much force. He's like, yeah. oh, fuck up your bag. <laughs> I used to like when he would when uh, when uh, Johnny Nitro would take it because he would do like yeah. a backflip off of it. Yeah. I always thought it was cool. Uh, man, yo, Plus, you know that's like his. He debuted against John Cena. Like that oh, was that, that that that's the same thing as and I mean this was like United States champion John Cena it wasn't like the John Cena but still like it's like it's like a more mid card version of when Chris Jericho debuted against The Rock mm-hmm. wow that 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 shows that that you you want to really like you, this guy has some potential and then he they won. just did nothing with him and he won remember he won the U.S. title his first night and remember yeah. when he got traded to Raw. He won the IC title the first night on Raw. He ended Shelton Benjamin's like really good like 05 reign. So, they, man, listen, I will get started on. I I love Carlito. <laughs> yeah, we all, Carlito's yeah. the best. He's so he was such a good worker. I you know what's funny was um I was 
gonna use him for the list, but not the whole character. I was just gonna use his his um babyface run from like oh six, like oh six to like early oh seven. Yeah. I was gonna use that because I feel like no one really talks about that. Everyone really just remembers like the first stuff he did, and then when he had the tag team with his brother. But his oh, yeah. early and babyface he, run was pretty cool. He he teamed up for he had a brief little team up with uh with Chris Masters. Yeah. The well, the what what were they called the Masters of Cool or do I just like is that just, <laughs> no, I just is that just a fever dream from like a YouTube channel or something I can't actually fever dream I don't remember that I I I feel like I I may have taken that from somebody I don't know but come on ah yeah Curly was great yeah oh man he's such a he was such a good worker. Damn, I, I, he was definitely one of my favorites. If he had like in like, I mean, we I guess we could say that for like another list, but he would definitely be like one of the guys I looked forward to to watching. That just I don't know. Yeah, it's they didn't do anything. I think it was a bit of creative, and then I heard he got lazy towards the end. Um, but still, like they should have <laughs> done more. Can you blame him? <laughs> so I have uh, I have one. I actually have uh, a few more, but one. This one I'll use because I feel like this doesn't get a lot of praise, and I I, I enjoyed it. Um, and that's uh, the Spirit Squad. Uh, I I love the Spirit Squad. I don't care. I yeah. thought they were fun for what they did. Um, yeah, they weren't gonna go anywhere with that gimmick. They got <laughs> freaking buried at the end there with the OVW. They stuff. got fr- dude. That was horrible, man. That was that wasn't right that they sent them off like that. And I and I don't <laughs> like that they did that with those guys like if they weren't ready for tv then why'd you bring them up right so why send them down after the spirit squad gimmick and then you know uh don't do anything with most of them right kenny dykstra well later on Dolph ziggler but like kenny dykstra was the only one that stayed kenny dykstra was in 2000 it was smackdown versus raw 2008 yeah he was and i and you you if if you pick a created wrestler in 24 7 mode it's like almost a guarantee that you're gonna feud with him (laughs) on like heat (laughs) Yeah, uh, they were the Spirit Squad was fun. I like the finish they had where they would like grab one dude by like each limb and oh yeah, like, launch him in the air. That's that's that looked really yeah. dangerous. Yo, Shawn Michaels when they did that to Shawn Michaels, that was the best. Yeah, like they and, just murdered that that boy. That heartbreak kid. Him in yeah, and then. And they only lasted a few months again. Once again, like I said, a lot of the stuff I, I, that I thought was really cool was like it didn't last long or the people just didn't really gravitate towards it. And I, I mean, I think people hated them. So I think there was a bit of that. Like there was some, you know, go away heat. So that I guess it does work out for them. But I just felt like they could have gotten a little more out. It should have been an internal breaking. I don't think they should have had DX just like destroy them and then literally put them in a box and ship them like back to OVW. I think it should have been like some type of internal break. Maybe you split a few of the guys, turn some face, turn some heel, you know, or keep them healed and like try to, uh, you know, build from there. But the other dudes didn't really do anything. Like I said, out of Dolph Ziggler, he had to go away and come back. Uh, everyone else on there just, they fizzled out. They went back to OVW. They didn't do anything. Or Kenny Dykstra never really got a chance on the main roster. And he didn't do anything, and then, you know, that was it for him. So, uh, but I thought they had uh, a funny entrance. Like I don't say cool entrance, but it was, it was funny. The theme, the theme was like bad but good. Like it, it was like kind of like right to censor, right? Like it, it's ah, it sucks to hear, but it's it's good for them because you want to <clears> move. <throat> uh, so, and I thought they were cool, and you know, it it did revitalize 
DX, which some people like. I, I like 2006 DX. I think they were okay. Um, yeah. And I guess that could count as a guilty pleasure because some people hate it. But, um, but yeah, I thought Spirit Squad was, was fun. And I like gimmicks like that. It's like, once again, cheesy, dumb cheerleaders that Vince McMahon hired. That's when he had, it was kind of like a stable at the time, like an unnamed stable. Because yeah. he had Umaga like, in his back pocket. He had the Spirit Squad. Then it was like big shows around. Then it was like, you know, and then Shane was there. So he kind of had like a stable, but it was just like an unnamed stable really at the time. No one was like, you know, it wasn't like the corporation or, or something like that. Yeah. But he had those people around him. So, yep. hmm. let's see. Like I had one, but you bringing up the Spirit Squad kind of uh, brought up something. Because, you know, the whole reason why DX formed was because of Vince McMahon and his feud against Shawn Michaels. Oh, no. And uh, do you guys remember? <laughs> oh, God. Do you guys remember when Vince. He mocks God. He mocks God. (laughs) I saw that coming a mile away. God damn it. Yo, God came out to the fucking um to the uh the Funkadactyls music. Yeah, he did. (laughs) But all right, I'll I'll let Ruben talk here. That was that was um at that I remember because it was at Backlash. Like uh, like a whole bunch of craziness happens during Backlash. Like why is that? Why is that? I don't yeah. Backlash is just a weird ass pay per view. Yeah. Like Backlash. <laughs> at, at Backlash? I, I couldn't call Backlash. Um <laughs> <laughs> He bucks! God <laughs> professionals here um Ooh, okay so the vince and his feud against Shawn michaels got so heated to the point that vince brought god into this because you know uh, sean was a was a born-again christian and it was to that point where you know vince wanted to challenge god like oh you think oh you think you're better than me because you because like God or whatever, and then they had the match. Like it was a, a literal match. <laughs> it was a was it a a, a tag team match? Was it him and, and Shane versus yeah uh, <laughs> versus Sean? The God? product of my semen, <laughs> my son Shane. <laughs> <laughs> and that that was just so bizarre, but I, I liked it because again, it's been so man, and yeah, he's like lately he's been like. But overall, like, when he, first of all, he bumps like crazy. Remember the past WrestleMania, especially the one that passed when him and Shawn Michaels had, had that feud. Like, and, oh, yeah. And the signs of, you know, DX forming when Shawn did mm-hmm. the crotch when, chop. When, when he did the, the, the little belly button crotch chop. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> On the right, ladder. Yeah, because, right, he, he's a born-again Christian, so, so doing that. Is, is no god no no <laughs> the right to censor will have something to say about that oh yeah so yeah so that that whole that whole thing like just the whole feud with vince and, and sean bringing god into it and having the spirit squad and 
and Lamont and Rona. It was just gold. Like it, it was it was overall to me like it was a guilty pleasure because it, it's something you expect from Vince, right? At, at this point, you expect something. That's something that Vince McMahon will, will do. Like he will actually try to fight God. <laughs> he's he's that yeah. He's that just maniacal, you know. But yeah, that that's that's one of my guilty pleasures. Yeah, that's a good one there. Cause uh, I, I I tend to like the angles too that people have, you know, bad. They say it's bad taste, and I know that's one they consider in bad taste. Cause you know a lot of religious people. But I mean, it, it's pro wrestling, and then, once again, it's Vince McMahon. Of course, he's gonna try and fight God. Like, yep. <laughs> so that that one, yeah, that's a good one there too. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so I was teasing right to censor a little bit there. Yeah. So instead, I'm going to talk about Steve Blackman. So oh, Steve wow. Blackman is a f- he's just a legend. <laughs> <laughs> he is the best. Like, Steve Blackman, he, again, it's like he was over. It's just like creative had nothing for him because they considered him to be boring. Yeah. They gave him, like, the, the, the head cheese gimmick with Al Snow where he was, the whole thing was that he was boring. It's like with Lance Storm. Except, except Steve Blackman is much better than Lance Storm. Uh, And I love his hardcore title match with Shane McMahon because my my introduction to wrestling is SummerSlam 2000. I literally watched that as like a fucking baby. (laughs) And it had Right to Censor. It had Too Cool. It had had TLC... I, it was the first TLC. Uh, TLC won. Um, and, like, the main event was uh, Rock, Austin, and Triple H. But I think my favorite match was Steve Blackman versus uh, Shane McMahon, where he hits him and hits him and hits him. Oh, and Shane falls. falls off the, 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 uh, the, the stage piece, the, uh, the, the SummerSlam stage. Yeah down and bam and then no everyone talks about that bump but no one talks about how afterwards steve blackman go like steve blackman he goes down a little bit and then he he points him oh, elbow drill yeah he like, hits him. like bro <laughs> i love i love 2000 steve, steve blackman doesn't get talked about enough because that harco title reign was was actually really good yeah. yeah, like he had the hardcore title for for a while, like a few months, which at that time was like, you know, that was unheard of because that was like twenty four seven, right? So like, yeah, at that time you're used to the title changing like t- 10, 15 times on house shows, but he actually had a pretty solid reign, and I remember being upset how it ended because he lost it to Raven, I think it was, but it was just kind of crappy how he did, like it just was, it was like on like the, he he lost the title and it was like they. It's just in, it was like a throwaway, I should say. Like, it was like a throwaway raw. They just, like, he and lost the title in, like, did, a quick second. Did they drop him in, like, in, like, mid-2001? Because I feel like he, he did, like, nothing during the invasion. Yeah, I think so. I think he... Damn. Yeah, I think he missed, like, the invasion. Like, they got rid of him right before. Either that or he was around the invasion but didn't do anything, and then they got rid of him after. Because there yeah. was a lot of guys, like, uh... Like, uh... <laughs> Like our boy Ron, the Ron the Truth Killings, who who got, he got released. People over there, yeah. what's up? Oh man, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that yeah, that was good. Hey, Quack. Steve Blackman, that's a good boy. <laughs> Head cheese. Yeah. 
So I'm, also, I got one. Uh, also, I, sorry, 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 sorry. To finish this off, uh, watching back the Attitude Era, there was a feud between Ken Shamrock, Dan Severn, and Steve Blackman. And I was, <laughs> oh, God, I just like, whoo! <laughs> I, I I couldn't I couldn't believe my eyes seeing this on like Raw and on the pay per view. There was like, whoa, what a feud these three had. Yeah, it was the three of the most toughest men ever, dude. Yeah, like, three just of the all like, going most badass it. dudes right there. If only they, it was like just you know kind of a mid card thing, but I would like to seen it like get a little more of a spotlight on it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. That was uh, that was good, yeah. Um, I was gonna say this one. I know I'm the only one in this, uh, <laughs> probably in the entire world. Uh, <laughs> um, Orlando Jordan. I actually like Orlando Jordan when when he was in the cabinet. I yeah. I thought he had a I thought he had a cool look with the hair because he would have the hair like all like kind of yeah, blown all, out, like, all, all like spiked up and like yeah. Oh. And I thought the U.S. title. I thought he looked like the U.S. title looked really good on him. Oh like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. When I think of the U.S. title, I think of Orlando. Think Jordan. of him, right? Yeah, I'm, it I'm like not the fits only one. him so well. Perfect. I'm not the only one. Perfect. Yeah. So Orlando Jordan, <laughs> he wasn't a bad wrestler either. He just, he just never connected. Never connected with the audience. He he, he just had to come out as bi. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that didn't do it. He didn't come out as bi until the TNA days. No, no, he no, he he wanted to. Uh, the whole reason why he got his TNA gimmick was because he wanted to do that sort of thing in WWE, and then they were like, "Nah, oh, fuck you." I didn't know yeah. that. So that that's whack that they would. I mean, they could have just shut it's him WWE. down. It's so WWE. What do you expect? Yeah, but it's just lame that it's like, okay, now you're gonna lose your push, I guess, because yeah. of it. But I he the, I thought he was like I said, the U.S. title looked great on him. Um, I I thought he always had cool gear. Like his like his gear was nice. Like, uh, and I'm like I'm I like like cool wrestling gear. I'm a stickler for that. Like, yeah. you know, guys have cool tights or cool like kick pads or whatever. But anyways, um, he had cool gear. He had a, like I say, he had a good look. Um, I well I love the whole cabinet as a whole. Like JBL was one of my favorite heels uh, at that time. So just from the osmosis of that, I it kind of crept onto him. Um, I know he. <laughs> He beat was it Heidenreich? And he beat like hardcore Holly. He beat your boy. I'm sorry, Deku. He beat your boy on Velocity a few times. That's okay. Yeah, it happened. Hardcore Holly doesn't lose. He just he just puts someone over. He just puts the Well, to Orlando Jordan's credit, he never got hit with the Alabama Slam. If he did, exactly. for sure, hardcore would have it would have been free. <laughs> he would have he would have Alabama slammed him so hard he would have he would have been out of the company early. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah like i i was so i was really into or- orlando Joe. i thought he was dope like i said and um i remember when he fought the first time he fought chris benoit um which doesn't get talked about because everyone only remembers when he like lost to him in 25 was it 25 seconds and in 23 seconds and 20 seconds but no one remembers they fought at great american bash 2005 and orlando jordan actually beat chris benoit which was pretty big at the time because you know, Chris Benoit was literally just a champion about a year ago. Yeah. Um, you know, and he was still put. I mean, he was Chris Benoit at that time. He was still upper mid Carter, you know, uh, main event guy, if you will. Still, you know, beating people and things like that. He just got traded to SmackDown. And I remember that was like a big deal that they was he was going to feud with JBL. But he ended up going for the U.S. title. And, yeah, he fought. I, and I'll never forget um, <laughs> Young Rome. Uh, this is what, 05? So I was about, uh, I think third. I think I was 13 at the time. 
And I remember um, I didn't see Great American Dash. So the only thing I could go off was like when the WWE.com would like up upload like the results or whatever. So I just really remember I'm like, damn, please, please, Atlanta Jordan, please beat Chris Benoit. And I remember seeing the results and I'm like, yo, he beat Chris Benoit. Like, <laughs> yo, yeah. he did it. I was, yo, I was so The boyhood dream has come true. I was like, yes, I was like, no, don't end the US title reign yet because I, I really like Orlando uh, Jordan. He had cool music. His theme was like, dude, he, I think he, he could have. I don't know. He just didn't connect, but I think he could have won a little further. He just wanted to. He's one of my guilty pleasures for sure. I don't ever hear anybody talk about him. And when they do, it's always like the stuff that happened in TNA. You know, it's always that stuff. It's never like, oh yeah, he was he was a great talent. It's always, oh yeah, he had the the weird gimmick in TNA where he was squirting milk all over himself. And yeah, we don't you know, talk about that. We're... We don't talk about that. But uh, but to that that uh, cabinet Orlando Jordan, you know that uh. What was that like 04 to 05 or Orlando yeah, Jordan? It's I thought such he a brief run. Yeah. Yeah. But he, but he was he was in the SmackDown versus Raw 2006. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he was, and he was, and this once again, I'll say this in past. One one of the biggest reasons why I was a mark for him is when I got 06. Um, Chris Benoit, what they already changed the title, so Chris Benoit was the champion. I went right the first match I did. Yeah, was like, it was like, I right, fuck you, Chris Benoit. I was like, nope, I'm putting the title right back on Orlando. <laughs> Orlando. I do the same thing with um with Shelton in uh, in 07. I put the belt, I put the Intercontinental title immediately on Shelton. If I'm doing like GM mode, always yeah. drafting Shelton, always putting the Intercontinental title on him. Who was who was the champ in 07? Was it Car- it wasn't Carlito, was it? When, um, I think it may have been. It was, I yeah, it might have been. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember in 07. I know in 06 it was. Um, uh, it was definitely. Uh, Benoit had the U.S. title. I, no, Carlito had the the um IC title in 06. Because okay. he won in the summer, and I think it could have been Shelton. I don't really remember that part, but I, but I definitely like the Chris Benoit thing for sure. I remember getting the 06, being mad happy. And I'm like, oh wow, you can now defend titles in like exhibition. And I remember scrolling down the title list. I saw Benoit with the U.S. title. I was like, nope, I went right to versus mode. One with Orlando Jordan. I was like, all right, now everything is right in the world again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's definitely. I know I, there's not many people that like Orlando Jordan, but I really enjoyed that run, his uh, U.S. title run. Uh, and then you know afterwards they just killed him. <laughs> Plus the whole, you know, the whole uh, gimmick, simply the greatest. Like he he had good theme music, oh, okay. but that that's it. Like it, it just wasn't connecting. But uh, no, that that's not my guilty pleasure. By the way, um, it's TNA, but it's not Orlando Jordan TNA. It is. Actually, we, we, we got to talk about some females here because uh, uh, I don't mean that we're talking about the, the knockouts division and whatnot. And there's mm-hmm. someone, someone that doesn't get a lot of a lot of praise because you know she well ODB. Like my... I knew how. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I I I stopped myself from saying if I was gonna say like ODB. Like what yeah, the uh, Jesus? You, you know yeah, well. ODB. I love her. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she's awesome, dude. Like, uh, yeah. 
and I get why, because she's like, like, you know, trailer park trash, but she yeah. can really go in the ring, and plus, she ain't bad looking, and she had, you know, she had a lot of good matches in, in TNA, but a lot of it was just the, you know, the the character work and some of the gimmicks, yeah. like especially with Eric Young. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that stuff with her and Eric yeah. Young, and uh... that. <laughs> That sold me on the chicken on ODB, yeah, and uh, and damn, like I, I can go on about Eric Young for like, like yeah, you know, I was him. just thinking yeah. that in my head. I was like, hmm. don't fire Eric, don't but fire he, oh, Eric. Eric Young. Even now, he's so underrated. Yeah. People still underrate Eric. Yeah, he, it's ridiculous. He's so good, yeah, he, he's so good, man. Like, don't fire Eric. Uh, World Elite. Um, even bit of you know when he was uh. You know, TNA champ, but a lot of his old, like his older stuff when he was in World of Lead and the whole Don't Fire Eric and him and ODB. Like, Super that was Eric? Like, yeah. <laughs> him and Bobby Roode. Yeah. Those some good Team stuff. Team Canada, Eric, when he first came. Yo, man, listen. Yeah. Like, it's. Listen, Eric so Young. Eric Young is a boy. Yeah. But, uh. But, yeah, like, ODB. Like, she. I, I feel like she's underrated. Like she, she has some some good matches, good character work, funny, and you know you, you, you gotta you, you gotta have. And, and at the time when WWE was all about you know pillow you know pillow fights and all that, even though it's good to have some eye candy, like I, I believe that it's okay to have women as ballet and ballets, but if you also have good women's wrestlers then they can basically even out but if you have too much of one thing it's not gonna, it's not gonna work and in an impact and tna they had yep uh an impact they they had a great knockouts division and like odb had good character work and there's uh you know the beautiful people uh yeah you yeah. had uh um Man, there's so many. Uh, uh, Zelina Vega, when she was in TNA, her, her run in, in, in TNA, mm-hmm. was it Rosita? Uh, Taylor Wilde, Mickey James. Like, mm-hmm. there's so Taylor Wilde, wow, yeah. okay. Yeah. Mass and Rain, even. Mass yeah. and Rain, yeah, like so many. But yeah, like that, like that's, ODB is my guilty pleasure, basically. We can, we can do like one, we can pull out our, like our big guns, like our, our plus fours, if anything. Like <laughs> do like one one more one more go around, if anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I, I have two left. Um, should I just like sort of combine the two? Just like have like half and half talk about these two. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. All right. So to relate to to TNA, uh, aces and eights. <laughs> okay. I, Yo, Aces and Eights was really cool. I'm so like, they they definitely like dropped the ball with them. <laughs> Fucking D'Lo. <laughs> D'Lo as a threat in 2012 or whatever. Okay. Uh, and I mean, hey, I love D'Lo, man. But come on, that yeah, no, 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 yeah. no. Uh, but mm. like, I I liked it. I liked um, you know, and yo know, that. The Aces and Eights gimmick, that's sort of what set off uh, Bully Ray to, like, really become a threat. He was on that. my list. Oh, my God. Like, 
he was a fucking badass. Yeah. And I mean, like they had they had Nux, <laughs> they had uh, Devon, they had who else? Um, they they had um. Was, uh, um, Gallows was in there. Doc. Yeah, was yeah, Doc I was, yeah, yeah. Doc. Yeah, Doc, Doc I think. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, yeah, they were awesome. Uh, at least when they like debuted, I thought that they were really good. And yeah, they definitely dropped the ball with them. But hey. Also, um, that that gimmick sort of led into like the heel. Not it wasn't heel. It was like sort of anti-hero AJ Styles, which oh, yeah. which sort of which is yeah. what sort of set up NJPW AJ Styles, which led into WWE AJ Styles. Mm, okay. And so like, yo, you gotta thank Aces and Eights for that. All right, and then my last thing is right to censor Stephen <laughs> Richards, Bolton Cannon, the Good Father. Ivory, Val Venus is a transphobic fuck. I don't like him. But everyone else, get in there. Gotta love Right to Censor. They're <laughs> the greatest. That's uh, that's all I'm gonna say on that. You, they, they, they aren't even that. They aren't even a guilty pleasure. Like people just like love the Right to Censor as a gimmick. Awesome, dude. So awesome. Rome, you can you can finish up your piece yeah, now. So yeah, the, the Right to Censor. Oh my god, even. Looking back now, I'm like, man, I, I wish I appreciated him more as a kid because I did. Yeah. yeah, you know. But you're a kid, right? You just you, you're you're taught you to. Hit, they, hey, they, they were heels. Yeah, right. That's what they exactly. wanted you to. They wanted you to hate them. Yeah, it, it worked. That's how you know they were great heels. Um, so I I have a few, but like I said, I'll I'm trying to think of one big. Actually, I have one big one, but I'll say this because I'm surprised no one has mentioned this, and then I'll go into the real one. Uh, I can't believe we won a whole podcast. Uh. Without mentioning pirate Paul Burchill, oh, I don't know fuck. how. I was waiting for Deku to bring that up. I was like, no, yeah. I, I, I told you, you, you can, you can have both Paul Burchills. You I can, can have, have the both. pirate and you can have the incest Paul Burchill. And I'm gonna take both of them. So pirate Paul Burchill, uh, briefly. Uh, oh my God, pirate Paul Burchill was so much fun. Hello, it was so bad, right? Hello. right? And it's Hello. obvious, obvious ripoff. Yeah. Um, but like. I enjoyed it for the what the two months that that he was on TV because they can't. Hey, he made it so into bad. SmackDown versus Raw 2007. I think that's yeah, all right. that matters. It, it was immortalized in the video game right there. One of the best. <laughs> in one of the best <laughs> video games. One of the best fighting, the fighting, excuse, wrestling games. He's in there along with Big Daddy, uh, not Big Daddy, the uh, uh, Sex Machine. Yeah, and, the uh, world's largest love machine. There it is. Viscera. And that's another story for another day. But yeah, oh, yeah. Pirate Paul Burchill, and then you have uh, The Ripper, a.k.a. Incest Paul Burchill from, I think he came in like back in 2008, because they sent him down, back down the OVW after the pirate stuff, and he came back up with Katie Lee Burchill. Um, and ironically enough, he that one didn't last long. CW. Yep, there you go. Another WWE CW thing. And that, unfortunately, didn't last very long because <laughs> right when they started to do the incest stuff is when WWE went PG. So it was like, oh, we can't do this. So it's it's it's, it's fortunate for Paul Burchill. Like, he's gotten so many, like, the short end of the sticks where, like, hey, we're going to do this with you. And then it's like, okay, they want to dodge a movie lawsuit. And then now we're PG, so we can't, like, you know, hint at that. Yeah. But, I mean, I always thought he was kind of an underrated talent. Uh, I thought he was a pretty decent worker. And he had a really cool finish. Like the C four was like that's a dope finish, right? So yep. I I think he should have had a better chance um in that company. 
That's two gimmicks that they could have done something with. I mean, the incest stuff is just that's just wild. The thought of that is just wild. But they they could have done something with that. It's WWE. But I'll say uh, the true thing that I wanted to harp on, uh, that I want to end, is the finger poke of doom. The, the finger poke of what, bro? <laughs> Hold on, hear me out. Hear me <laughs> Hold out. Hold on. <laughs> hear me out. Ruben said we got to end off on the on the bang, right? The last one. So yeah. hear me out. The finger poke of doom, in theory, on paper, is not a bad idea. The whole point of it was, uh, for that to happen, bring the two NWO groups back together, and then Goldberg was going to dismantle the. He he was basically going to get back to where he was, which is dismantling the entire NWO. Yeah. That was what they said they were going to do, what they wanted to do, and what was going to happen. But he ended up getting injured with the whole punching the glass window thing. But anyways. Uh, on paper, all the heels that were in a group get back together and they join back together. And then you have one good guy just slowly picking off at the group until he gets back to the leader, which was Hulk Hogan. Which would have just once he got rid of Hulk Hogan, that would have been it. No more NWO. Had that happened, I think we'd talk more about it. But obviously that didn't happen. You know, WCW descended. So it's kind of a weird guilty pleasure. But what I mean is that, like, in theory, if, it, if things worked out the way they were allegedly planned to, because these are hearsay stories, right? I think that we would be talking about it in a better light. But it's another story that I think gets t- tossed into the whole, this is what killed the company. And it's like, I don't think this one thing killed WCW. There's a ton of other things. Like, you know, I mean, there's a whole book about it, right? That everything that killed WCW. Yes. But I think the finger poke of doom in theory, it's not a bad idea. And like I said, I mean, I was a huge NWO mark, and I still am. So I I guess I liked it, dude. I remember uh, me and some of my old friends would joke around, like, when you watch the Finger Poker Doom, there's one dude in the crowd with an NWO shirt, and his, like, half his face is painted white, and the other half is painted, you know, black for, like, NWO. And he's the one guy that's, like, excited. Like, when you <laughs> – after the Finger Poker Doom happens – He's the one dude, him and his friend is, like, jumping up, going nuts. And my friends are like, yo, that's definitely you. Like, that was you in, like, in the 90s when that happened. Like, everyone else is, like, sitting down angry and confused. And, like, they're the only two dudes in the front. It's, like, in, it's like in the front row right by the hard camera. It's really funny. Yeah. Like, you just see they're the only two that's like, yeah! Like, they're hyped about it. And I'm like, in theory, like I said, I think it could have, it, if it worked the way it should have, I don't think we'd be talking about it in this negative light. But it's just the fact that people associated with WCW dying. And I'm like, there's a ton of other reasons. It wasn't just that alone. Just like the whole Russo thing, people blame Russo. It wasn't just Russo. It was a thousand other things that killed that company. But, oh, uh, I see him. I see him. I, I looked oh, up you the see video. it? You watching it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. He is, yeah. You half see, black, half white. He pops. It, he just gets right up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is like, what? And he's the, him and his friend are just losing it, bro. That's me. That's, that's like 100% me. <laughs> <laughs> so that is that is my my last guilty pleasure for now i'm sure i got more but uh we could say that for another time All but right, that is Ruben. that is it man All right. go ruben close this out man to to close this out Whew. 2017 backlash you know where i'm going with this oh the, no i don't uh, you don't because 
the modern day Maharaja. Oh no! <laughs> oh, my. beat Randy Orton, and 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 hold on, let me, Ro let me explain. Ro Rome's about to leave this early. <laughs> <laughs> he's about to just disconnect right now. I can sense it. He's hovering over that fucking end call button. Oh, I'm about to just shut my whole computer yeah, off at this point. Let me let me let me, let me explain. <laughs> let me explain because because of him winning the belt. And yeah, like the his reign. Him winning was a guilty pleasure for me, but his whole reign was like, no, like it, it could have been done better. It could have been, it, it could have done without great Kali. So I'm not talking about his <laughs> reign because that was, Kali, that was, it was yeah, Kali holding the belt instead, that right? About? He was holding the belt. He, that, that was funny. That, that was kind of like my guilty pleasure because like, oh, like, like uh, Mahal was like, like, what do you have my belt for? Like you didn't win, I won, and it's like, okay, who are you gonna, who, who anyone is gonna tell the great Holly like to to you know, yo, like what, what are you doing? Like you ain't gonna tell him shit. But my the reason why I bring this up because it created the rise of AJ Styles, him at, at uh, the Garden, which was uh, you know was I I wish was able to watch it live because we we had to endure and suffer but not not, not suffer but endure uh general halls well you know we was at smackdown live taping at the barclay center mm -hmm. and uh you know he was there and even like during the there was a dark segment it's a kind of a, a dark match we left it was a like, me you rome um cosmic super freak other people we left after uh like the yeah whole, I remember. Whole, yeah we left yeah so no but him and you know having aj styles go over and get the title like it like it was amazing like we had aj styles we, we had his title range we have his it was so good so it's a blessing disguise that he you know even though he won and his reign wasn't as as good but uh, eventually, he you know he dropped the, the strap, and we had AJ Styles you know one of his one of his runs and and did you know that he was the uh, Mahal was the fiftieth WWE champion? Yep. Yeah, it was like oh no, but, <laughs> number fifty, come yeah. on down. Yep. <laughs> and like I don't I don't blame him because if. If we were in the company and we were told, "Hey, you're gonna win the WWE title," and I'm like, "Oh no, I don't like. I'll take it. Like any anyone will take it." So it, it's not a slight on him. It's just what they book him to do. And obviously, he wasn't all that ready for you know for prime time. Just the way he he got the belt. But my guilty pleasure was him winning because back then it was you know the random opportunity, whatever, blah blah. blah. It was it was cool. I wish more people had opportunities, but it was cool to see something different. Because now, like, we wish we can go back to that time when you know people was getting opportunities and, and, and title shots and things like that. But hey, it ended up you know ended with AJ Styles having a run, which hey, like you know just it's to, AJ Styles. Yeah, it's AJ Styles. <laughs> yeah, for sure. To, yeah, we had to endure that that for a long while but you know hey they were worse title rings i can tell you that much so yeah that that's 
that, that that's my my guilty pleasure. Uh, guys, it was awesome. Like we we got to do this again because I know we had way more guilty pleasures. We were also talking about. I- I, I think I think if we're doing this again, we need to we need to just like have like an hour to just mark out over the best moments. <laughs> like, sure, yeah, because we were already doing that throughout. Yeah, we we were, but hey, we we need to bring that up so we can you know encapsulate all the 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 shitty, funny, outrageous spots like. You got, you got to have the good and the yeah. bad, yeah. But it was, I had a good time, and we can definitely come back and and do like a like a, a list of the greatest moments because obviously there's a lot of them. There's a lot of everything in wrestling, as you know. And mm-hmm. um, even though wrestling hasn't been the best, we can still go back. Even this few stuff now from in between, there are still good moments. And it brings us together, like regardless of everything that's going on in the world, like wrestling brings brings us uh, together, and that's why we're so passionate because we know it can be better than what it is now. Like we we talked about while we were talking about some of the our you know guilty pleasures, we were talking about a lot of great moments and, and classic uh, matches and, and pay per views and feuds and, and stables. Like it's there. It, it, you know, it can it can happen again, but with you know everything turning corporate and you know it's it, it's it's going to be difficult, but it's not impossible. And hey, we got the network, we got YouTube, all, all that you know, Daily Motion. We have all that to, to look back at the the greatness, <laughs> you know, because wrestling is an indulgence. But yeah, like. Enough me, you know, talking. Any you guys have any last closing remarks? Anyone? Anyone? Anyone else? Uh, you want to go first, Deku, or? Mm, nah, okay. Mama. Uh, okay. I'll just say, um, I mean, this was a lot of fun. Like I said, I always like talk. <laughs> I love talking about uh, I, yeah, a bad. I, thing. Sorry, sorry, sorry for sorry, sounding kind of down there, but I feel like I uh, I talk too much, anyways. <laughs> nah, you guys, it's a part. podcast, man. It's a podcast. That's the point, you know. Yep. We want you to talk, man. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I'll just say this real quick that I'm just uh, you know it was, it was fun doing this. I haven't been on the Rubens podcast in a while, so this is always, it's always a good time when I'm able to hop on and, and we can do this. Uh, it was fun having you on Deku, and um, like I said, man, I, I I love I love wrestling too, uh, um, the older stuff. So I'm always down. If there's ever a time you guys want to talk about anything older uh, from any company that I know of, I'm always down for it. So I'm gonna be looking forward to like the next time we do this, um, and that's it. Just you know, everybody stay safe, um, take care of yourselves. We're still in lockdown, so you know, just be mindful, you know, of your surroundings and be smart. Wear your mask, please. Please, so I don't get sick. Yeah. Um, and and that's really it. And I guess if you guys want to, um, you know, if you want to keep up with Rome, you know, I stream. So you're always uh, more than welcome to follow me on twitch.tv slash Rome underscore himself. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it um, for me. So I'm going to say thank you, Ruben. Uh, thank you for having me on. All right, fine. I'll talk. Uh, hi, yeah. Bye. Yeah, I'm, I'm Deku. I have a YouTube channel that I sort of upload to. Uh, 
I'm most I'm I'm just like a video editor kind of kind of just like a video editor for hire right now. I'm sort of working under Super Freak right now. Of uh, so I just do I really just like upload just sort of edits and stuff. But uh, I'm building myself a gaming slash workstation computer, and I may start frequently uploading gameplay videos uh a lot of i want to do wrestling content of wrestling games as well as just talking about wrestling because of course like i said before (laughs) i am way too into wrestling this shit's my passion um and yeah and maybe in the future we're we're looking into internet uh maybe i could even start streaming myself so stay tuned if you found me interesting in this podcast uh subscribe it's just Deku Slate on YouTube, on Twitter, uh, and yeah. Oh, sorry, I meant Twitch. I don't have a Twitter. Hate Twitter, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> Take us home. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. So guys, uh, you know, follow them on their respective social media platforms. Uh, minus Twitter, because Twitter sucks, sucks big balls. Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, guys, it was. Like awesome, we definitely gotta do this again. We can definitely, you know, discuss which topic or theme to talk about, and we'll run up our list again, and then we'll come here on, you know, the roundtable, the wrestling roundtable, and we can definitely, you know, have another discussion going. So, guys, good show, uh, listeners, made it all, all the way to the end. You are amazing. And, you know, my website, RubenPrimeTV.com. Unfortunately, I'm on Twitter. I'm at RubenPrime. And my podcast is available anywhere you can think of. And also, all the information's on my website. Quick, easy, straightforward, to the point. So, anything regarding my podcast, social media links, myself, all the other... Uh, past guests will be on there so we'll definitely be back remember guys stay safe wash your hands wear your mask if you have a nice you know designer mask wear that too and please enjoy your weekend enjoy your friday night you know drink some beers for me well not i'm not buying them but you know drink one for me (laughs) (laughs) drink one for me because i'm gonna drink some myself so it's been great, guys, for Deku Slate, for Rome himself, Admin Room Prime. I got to get, I need to get the hell up out of here. Uh, get this recording edited so you can listen. So, guys, good show, GGs, and I'll see you guys later. Peace. Peace. Deuces. That's definitely disrespectful. My game plan, destroy everyone.